wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing on me. Yeah. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story was different with me. God's plan. Alright. I'm here. I'm being shown things through Skype. Uh, uh, Ryan Mayfield autographed car stand. There it is. That was a fanboy moment there this weekend. Nice. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the MBM podcast, everybody. Of course, me. I'm your host, Matt. Thanks for joining me once again. And I'm actually back before like three months, which is, I think, a small <laughs> miracle. Um, but again, I'm trying to do these at least once a month because, you know, there's a great donation from a listener and a fellow podcaster, and he gave me enough to pay for an entire year up front. So I'm going to make an, at least one an appearance once a month for you guys. Tonight, we're going to have a great show. We are going to be having Kyle Predmore, also known as AE Fanboy, hey. on. Hello. Also later, Tim Smith is going to join us because he messaged me today asking me how I felt about recording. I said, hey, I'm doing a show. Why don't you come on my show and we'll shoot the, the you know what I mean? Uh, shoot the ass about the wonderful world of RC and everything that's been going on for him and myself. And uh, yeah, so if you guys liked the last episode, don't worry. Dan will be back because we didn't even talk about paint. We barely covered anything. So stay tuned for that episode because that'll be great of course hair air is i believe what dan's gonna go by for all of his painting stuff so he's gonna be the exclusive painter for the mbm podcast so i'm excited to work with dan on that and uh yeah next show coming up is gonna be with our good buddy rick sefrud from gone banana recent skins uh, i've been telling rick i've needed to have him on forever so we're gonna kind of work on that get rick in here do a show so you guys are probably gonna get two in the month of may uh june we'll be back to the one there is tons to talk about not only with our guest tonight and with Tim, but what's been going on for me over the last couple of weeks. Things are really coming together here at home. Literally a five-minute walk from my doorstep, there is a track going in that's going to be doing off-road and on-road. Uh, it's kind of laid out very similar to one, I believe, in China. Uh, that's where the president got his idea from. Anyway, I've already burned 80 laps on this thing without jumps on it with my two-wheel drive off-road buggy. And I can't wait because I'm going to be running laps like a fool all summer. (laughs) Cannot wait to do that. So, of course, at some point tonight, I will have an announcement about a sponsorship uh, that I'm excited to be working with. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we got into this point. So tonight we're going to have AE Fanboy on. So, of course, we'll just cut right to it because him and I were already having a great conversation before I started recording. So I feel it's best to get on with the show and give you guys something to listen to so welcome kyle to the show i know we've talked a few times about having you on in the past and we just never quite got there so we got a lot to catch up on because i think it was actually me talking to you about getting me on that's i think that's what it was well yeah and i I was totally down to do it and i just i well i neglected doing the podcast in general so (laughs) you know i'm a i'm a big podcast i love podcasts i love the whole concept um i love uh you know, wrenching, bench racing, you know, you could do it via text. I do that all the time with some buddies, but yep. 
for the most part, it's just I can talk and talk and talk about it, and especially after a big race or uh, you know something coming up or something cool out in the industry coming out. My wife don't want to hear it. She doesn't, you know, it's yeah, it's cricket. So <laughs> yeah, we all know I that. Love talking. And that's a big thing about me. So I bet yeah. No, it's all good, man. Uh I'm, I'm very excited to do this. Sweet. It's so how, be fun. So I gotta know yes. how long have you been doing RC for? Well, um it's funny because so when I was a kid, uh there was some local local programs and I, I remember my mom would take me up and I you know she'd drop me off and I'd hang out and uh, I bought all the magazines and this was you know way before internet so and then you know started going and like getting into high school and and it just I kind of forgot all about it and um, but I knew that there was a local program and they raced in a parking lot. And I, I'd occasionally just drive by and go hang out and watch people. And and then, I don't know, you know, high school happened and my focus was on other things. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I don't want to say what, but, and it was like 2000, I was just getting ready to get married. And my buddy had bought a T-Max and I'm like, dude, you know, and um, we were sitting in a casino one night playing blackjack. And I was winning some money, and he was like, oh, you know, he's doing like he was controlling the transmitter at the table. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. And, it, and then a bell went off, and I go, ding. So there was a hobby expo thing coming up at our uh, local fairgrounds, and I went and I bought, a, I bought a Revo, and Nitro Revo, and, you know, that was awesome. That was like my start. And back then it was backflipping and bashing and mm-hmm. going to the hobby shop every single day. <laughs> uh and then realizing this is really expensive, uh, but I really wanted to get into racing. So they actually were racing those at Tacoma RC in a very tiny dirt track where we just had our, our big race this weekend. And I can't picture a full heat of, you know, monster trucks out there. And then the truggies came out and, then, you know, it kind of went nuts from there. But then it's like, I got to get something electric. So I want to say I bought a touring car. I got into touring cars for that local uh, Fantasy World program that was in a parking lot. You know, stood on top of an old school bus, and <laughs> yeah. it was awesome. I mean, that that was a really a good thing. So I went out and bought an X-Ray, and I built it. And then I go, wow, it's going to cost a lot of money to <laughs> get, get this thing running. And that was right before the TC5 came out. And I've always known Associated um, – you know, they were, they were very popular, and I'm like, man, I really want that T, that TC5. So I ended up selling that that X-Ray and bought a TC5. And I'm just – I wish I – I was just thinking on the way home. I wish I still had – I wish I built that kit, put it in a box, and then opened it 10 years later just to see how crappy I built it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, – yeah. But no, you know, and I, so I really just started racing – I would say not hot. I've never been hot and heavy. I've never been a weekly guy. Um, I always try to hit bigger events and then, you know, club race whenever I can. But I, I'd say actually racing probably since, you know, Oh seven, probably back in there, you know, and that's not like, you know, I was a touring wannabe pro. It was just like show up and have fun. Yeah. And that's been my whole, my whole thing. And then, you know, the whole Nick, people ask me about the nickname all the time and, you know, it's like my alter ego, but 
it's uh, I, I have to tell this story. The, the reason why it's about a Canadian, so you'll be cool with that. <laughs> uh, so Kevin Hebert from Team Associated. I want to say I met him at a race, and he'll, he'll never remember, but I think it was like 08. Um, he came to one of our, our summer sizzlers, like a weekend race, and he was there with his TC5, and I was having some issues with my radio, and he grabbed it and, and you know, worked on it for me. And, you know, nothing. we didn't really click back then. Like, the crush didn't start. But a few <laughs> years later, we had <laughs> – so down, in, down south, there's a, a track called Time Zone, and it was carpet track. We had carpet gnats there back in 2011. Uh, it's 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 no longer, um, I guess, available. I should say, but uh, he'd come to the Time Zone Grand Prix, you know, and that was their their yearly big race. So, uh, Scotty Ernst would come in and call the race, or Charlie Schwenka. Uh, but you know, they, it's like I had this crush, I guess, out in the internet world on on Kevin Abair. and it's, it's, everybody just started calling me fanboy because I'd post something about Kevin and. You know, then they would say I had a little man love for him, and which I'm not denying it. But uh, literally, he I, he messaged me last night about something, which I I just I do have a crush on Kevin, and I'll never deny that. <laughs> My, you know, so they just started calling me fanboy, and I'm the kind of person that's like, well, okay, I'm gonna go with it. I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let it like. I'm not seeing that as a negative. Yeah. So I've always been, and I just, I kind of just took that on because my wife won't say it, but the whole Facebook thing and like, man, you put, you should do a lot of RC stuff on there. It's like, you don't have kids. And uh, so I separated it. So I got like my family page, you know, yeah. and then I was like, let's just do an RC page. Cause I love sharing cool pictures, you know, cool things, funny things. And I'm just kind of keeping that, uh, I guess, separate from, my, but it's not separate. It's all one thing. But you know what I mean? It, it's just kind of easier. And now it's just, it's kind of taken on a, a little little uh, life of its own. And it's fun. It's, I just have a really good time, uh, you know, getting stuff going and talking about cool stuff. And cool to me, right? I can, my wife's <laughs> always told me, you should do a blog. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I should do a blog. Even if no one ever reads it, uh, I'll at least it'll get out of my head. I can tell you right now, but we're semi even <laughs> capturing. I bet you somewhere like live RC would carry it. They're always looking for more, more to post. That's worth the time. Well, yeah, live RC is, they've been going through a little hiccup, I would say. Yeah. Just a little uh, one with, with the whole, uh, I, I mean, it's out there now. So the whole Waldron dead RC thing, which was really brutal. I mean, uh, yeah, and it's think we we talked about that this weekend a little bit. It's like that guy, you know, it's like your whole career was in the RC industry, and yeah. now it's pretty much yeah, you're I think you're blackballed. Yeah, you're cut. So now what are you going to do? That's you know you got to watch what you say, man. The social media and the internet is crazy. We there's been really like on RC Tech, you uh, you know the forum that was a big man. You get going back and forth with people on that, and it's. It's just not worth it, you know. Then you go see them at the track, and everything's usually pretty cool. So, and now it's like having sponsors, or um, I, I always say, I, I mean, I have sponsors, but it's like I don't feel like I'm a sponsored driver. Yeah, uh, I no, feel you there, I'm, buddy. <laughs> I'm a perfect example of, and this is a whole another debate. The you know these guys getting all these sponsorships and tracks going away, but I, uh, 
you know, like a lot of it's like I've already used their stuff. So, and now just kind of be a, a, it's not like I'm, you know, I am sponsored by J Concepts, but it's not like people are going, picking me over Ryan Mayfield. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but see what you don't realize though, is there are people that run the product because of you and not because of Mayfield. And I used to think the same thing, you know, uh-huh. I started running MKS because of Tim. And yeah, the MKS are, I, I just saw really those just little side note. Those are sexy too. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Not, right. Like, oh my gosh. My, I don't know what model my friend Cody has. It's probably yeah, the X six series. If it's, it's the shorty, it's, it's a five seventy five. Yep. Just, yeah, that's the X sixes. They are they are super pretty, but so yeah. like with that whole situation yeah. with with MKS, right? And where was I going with it? You know, I don't know. Being uh, a role model. Oh, people. Well, yeah. So I was posting. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. So when yeah, when yeah. Mayfield and Tessman joined the MKS team. You know, that was exciting for me to see top level pros using a brand that I believed in so much before really anybody else did. And so, you know, I posted that saying, you know, about time to see some pros really finding the the right stuff and Mm -hmm. whatever the case was. And somebody said, to be quite honest, guys like you and Tim are the reason why I run MKS, not because of somebody like Ryan, uh, Ryan Mayfield, because there's real world real world guys that that yep. you know aren't willing to kind of say well i'm you know if you're getting paid by a company you're going to say it's the best thing if it isn't exactly right? and then next year when they sign with someone else it's this is the greatest thing yeah ever. so well, that's exactly well, that's the whole thing with uh, kurt with kurt you know at shell uh i met him two years ago at the the spring ins up here in tacoma and i had a b44.3 with the shell chassis and I've always just bought the shell stuff. Cause I just, I like their stuff and I had mm-hmm. like the shell. He, he probably won't remember this, but I had the shell uh, chassis protector on there. And I, I remember coming off the track and he was pitting with Rona over in the corner and I go, Oh, excuse me. I'm just coming through with my shell, my shell chassis and blah, blah, blah. And he smiled and I go, Hey man, you know, that's the first time I met Rona too. And I was like, Hey, can you guys sign some stuff later? Cause I literally had this bag of stuff. <laughs> and you know, the only thing I had to, from shell it's like i got this brand new b5m chassis protector and i'm like oh i'm signed that so we we, we kind of talked you know and um you know I, I you know the big race like that you kind of just you can roam the pits and you know everyone's high-fiving throughout the weekend and we just talked and then i i wanted to say he messaged me or something but it just kind of blossomed and he'll go oh i'm gonna send you some stuff you know and what do you need? I go, I don't, you know, I don't like to say, here's everything I want, like everything you have, but yeah. <laughs> I say it's, I'm like the durability tester. Cause I am not, you know, the, the last year's race, Spencer Rifkin was there and it's like, you can give him or Cavalieri or somebody, Hey, try this, you know, these titanium screws and tell me what you think. And, you know, they can say whatever. And, but you know, uh, I can tell you that if they don't break, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, right. Like <laughs> those guys. I mean, they, oh, I, I could feel a half, you know, half a millimeter shim, and it's just insane the, the talent. <laughs> She's okay. Yeah, oh, I, I totally know what you mean by that, though. Yeah, it, it's it's, like, just, it's like you give. I've done that before. I've driven my car around the track and then kind of stopped by somebody and they'd make an adjustment and I'd throw it back out there and I'd keep driving it, and I'd be like, "Did they change anything?" Or yeah. is it just me? Because it doesn't 
doesn't feel any different. Like, Maybe it's like, uh, hey, thanks for putting my shock back on. Yeah. You know? Oh, I didn't know that was broken. Or, yeah, that's the best when, you, when, you, when you're going to put your car back on the track for another heat and you go, oh, that spring cup isn't sitting right. I wonder oh, how long that's cups. been like that. Spring cups. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, my son launched one. Uh, my son can really put some stuff through the test. Did, did he likes you, jump, uh, jump off the track and Did whatnot. you go through a lot of them on the 443? Yes, the front ones. Yeah. yeah, I think they were breaking, and I ended up getting the Avid uh, aluminum ones. Okay, yeah. And yeah, the the front ends of my car, <laughs> any of my cars, are that's that's like ground zero. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I I I don't get mad. I never really got mad on the stand. I I just go, it is what it is, you know, and I try to. Uh, you know, human highlight reel. If I get one or two good jumps or a good corner, I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'll say it too. I don't care. Oh yeah. No, I'm the yeah, same way. I just, I, yeah, I had so one of those show. runs. <laughs> yep. Did but you guys products, see that? You know, Did you see how long I drove that yeah. consecutively without crashing? Yeah. Oh, we're not supposed to wall ride. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, right? oh oops. Yeah. Oops. But yeah. So the, like we were just talking, you know, that, you know, 10% of the people that, that do this, uh, you know, the, the guys that do it for a living, you know, they, uh, they're, they're not the majority. I mean, not, not, not that that's bad, but they're not the majority of the hobby. The majority is guys like us mm-hmm. that I, I want to say, look up to the 20 year olds, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. these guys that are, <laughs> yeah, that I'm like twice their age plus, but, uh, I just, you know, you kind of look up to these guys and you, you meet them. And it's like, man, these guys are doing it for a living. And that really hit me this weekend. And I've been at races before where I've seen the guys, you know, and I just, it didn't really click that, uh, you know, they're out there working and they're out there getting a paycheck and their business. Because I know Rona has said that before about Mayfield. His work ethic is, you know, when he's at the track. He's got a job to do. He's he's. He's, uh, he's, he's clocked in, you know, and so like this whole weekend, this is one about this weekend. So he was there and he's been one of my favorite drivers forever, even, you know, because Filky uh, was saying, well, he used to drive for us. And I go, yeah, I understand that. But he's like my favorite driver, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I could see him from my pit all weekend. I'm like, OK, I had three things I wanted signed. <laughs> Well, too. I want him. My son has a Yokomo shirt because he won a right. Yokomo touring car, so yeah. I got him a shirt made. And then I had bought that Mayfield's J Concept stand, and it has the stickers. I go, I just want two things signed. So the whole weekend, I'm just staring, like staring at him. Yeah, folks. For for those of you who aren't understanding what what Kyle is going through at this moment, he's going through what every fan of somebody goes through before they'll yeah. go, get the nerve up to go talk to them. And sometimes oh, it takes man. an entire weekend of mustering and trying to go over and talk to this guy. And when you get there, what happens, <laughs> Kyle, what happens when you get there and you finally do it? Oh, you know, there wasn't, I did want to do it at the pits because I don't know if he's in the zone or, you know, Hey, beat it kid, uh, type of thing. <laughs> and I, I had a great pit spot this weekend. It was right Right into the sweeper, right by the stairs where everyone goes up to the driver's stand. And he was out there corner marshalling. And I'm like, he's just out there standing. Because a lot of those, that's another thing, but that's a whole other topic. But <laughs> he's standing there, you know, and I, he wasn't 
we sweep after we corner, but he wasn't officially cornered. He was just kind of hanging out right there. Yeah. And he started walking downstairs. I'm like, oh, hey, Ryan. I had it all laid out on my pit spot. Like, I had it literally like he just took, could stop by and just do it and go about his day. I was like, hey, do you mind if you sign a couple of things for me? And I always get nervous. Yeah. Because, you know, it, people don't think I'd be nervous because I'm pretty outspoken, but I do get nervous. And uh, it was great. Had, you know, 10 second conversation. I congratulated him on, you know, uh, he had, you know, he's pregnant. And, oh, excuse me, his wife's pregnant. And I just said, hey, you know, it's the greatest thing in the world. I mean, Listen, we uh, both know we're both fathers. When your wife yeah, is yeah. pregnant, you are pregnant too. Pregnant. There, there is no, there is no saying yeah. no. If she tells you to eat with her, you eat with her. Yep. End of story. Uh, I remember my, she was pregnant with my son, you know, and it's like, well, we, our bodies don't go through the changes. Mine kind of did. Yo, I mine know, totally did. Sympathy way. Yeah. But if, if it's 10.30 at night and she wants McDonald's french fries, you go to McDonald's. Yeah, you're having french fries and, at 10 uh, o'clock at night from McDonald's. And it's like, Yeah, yeah. So, and that, man, I, at some point you miss that, but my uh, youngest is getting ready to start school this fall, so we're going to be empty nest and it's going to be tough, but it's all good. But yeah, so Mayfield, uh, I was starstruck, and I've seen them race before down in California, but it it wasn't like it is now. Because for me now, my biggest thing is just if you could sign something, or if it just I just have a, a brief conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I sometimes I focus more on that than I do my driving. But you know, it was great, especially this race. This race is, you know, Ty Tessman was there, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen him race. Uh, off-road live even though it was 10 scale um and i talked with him a little bit his dad you know that's another thing so we're in there on the thursday i'm just dropping my stuff off setting up real quick running some packs i'm up in the driver's stand with him and his dad's coming out of the pits flipping cars and he didn't have to right he's sitting Mm -hmm. over there and watching ty run and he just gets up and goes out and starts flipping cars goes back flipping cars and i'm like hey your dad's flipped my car like 30 times this is great so I, and then you know i'm just me being funny i'm like hey ty you just keep driving i'm gonna take a selfie and i did but so even ty's out there flipping cars you know i'm like yeah. these guys and mayfield too he'd jump out there and flip cars and i'm like this is just weird for me all right you guys are like yeah you kind of get that world. you get that that feeling because of course when you watch a lot of the races online sometimes those guys like other people marshal for them Yes. Right. And so, I, I always volunteer, you know, I try to try to help out, like, especially somebody's wrenching. But those guys are so dialed in the pits that if they have to do a major change on something, it, it it's, they just do it. For me, it's like, oh, boy, what do I start? You know, dropping <laughs> screws. But no, I just I, I I I caught Ty and Gord when they were leaving. They were literally like leaving. They drive. They drove down from wherever they live. Alberta. Alberta. Or, yeah. 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 And I just, I thanked him for coming and, you know, and th- coming for me, that's absolutely nothing to them. But for me, just being able to say, thank you for coming, uh, witnessing no, th- what, I'll what tell you their this, work ethic the, the Tessmans probably man. appreciate that a lot more than you even think. Well, they're probably saying beat it kid. No, nah, but <laughs> not them. Definitely not them. No, no, no Ty was the very... first guest we ever had on the show. Yeah, I, um, I remember that. And I reached out. We had a we have a listener all the way from overseas that was one the one of the first guys to to email the show. And uh, 
What was awesome about that is I found out he was a huge Ty Tessman fan to the point where I believe he was running pretty much everything Ty was at the time. He was running hot bodies and stuff awesome. like that. So I reached yeah. out to Ty to get a, a wing signed for him. And Ty was like, yeah, no problem. And, you know, it took a little while. But, hey, I'm not complaining. The guy took the time to send one of his used wings that were signed. Yeah. So that way I could turn around and send it overseas. That's uh, okay. We all have kids. Uh, Mine come down and have conversations with me when I'm recording now. Honey, <laughs> that's, that's mosquito eater. They're good. Here, I got. Oh, scared of a bug. Scared of a bug. Sorry, it's getting to be that time. Yes, it is. It is. The mosquito Sorry. eaters. Those things are huge, too. Yeah. That's there you a, go, Mark. Grown adults See, are scared of them. Man. <laughs> My friend in Canada. <laughs> I'm talking to the world right now, Lauren. We'll listen to it together. We'll talk buggies. She's so cute. <laughs> so um, what's it been like have, being a parent and this involved in RC? And ha, have your children taken interest in it? Or Yes. So my son, I, I, I try to pack him with me um, at times. You know, he's we don't go enough where he's, you know, good. But And I don't like, especially on big races, it's like there's really no novice-only practice. So it's hard to just... Like say, hey, go throw your buggy out there and go, you know, try to go the right direction on the track the whole time. And you got guys <laughs> that are blowing through, at, you know, Mach eight. Yeah. But no, we we have fun, and I've taken him before, and I've did a couple overnighters with him, and he likes hanging out. Um, but he just he just doesn't like. Like, there's kids at the track a little bit younger than him. They're just they're wrenching. They're like winning. We got this one kid, Andrew Bochamp. He's like eleven, and he's uh. Man, he kills it. He he wins all these races, and you know, um, he he didn't. I think last year at the INS, he did. I want to say he might have won, or but man, he is just fast. And these kids now are fast, and I think it's their yeah. hand-eye coordination. But we do enjoy it. You know, uh, the scaling part of it is is really fun. We go out in the you know trails or whatever, and and those things. You know, they run an hour, and it, they're not fast, so they don't break as much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I got, I got like four of them <laughs> and it's just, I, I just, it's just fun, but yeah, they like it. You know, I took my daughter and my son once and it's, it's a handful, but she liked it, but she just goes, eh, she'd rather color. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. And I did my wife, like she didn't come down this weekend to hang out cause she just, she always feels like she's in the way and what well, she's not, but <laughs> she just kind of feels a little overwhelmed. But club racing and stuff sometimes. But there was one time that we all packed up. Uh, we we had lost a friend, uh, a, a big part of racing in the area, uh, Sven uh, Boringer, and he he's a world travel. He traveled with Scotty Ernst all the time, Thomas Tran, and they just got back from a, a race in Australia, and um, yeah, he passed. So the last race is coming up down at Time Zone and. I was like, we got to go, you know, because it's that was his home track. Um, and the wife said, let's go. So we all packed up and we showed up you know, five minutes before the first qualifier. And <laughs> But it was just we hung out, you know, and that track down there is it's such a family vibe. And mm -hmm. it's like a park, you know, it's in the guy's backyard and they have a huge race there every year. Um, we can't do it this year, but uh, it was it sucked. I mean, it, it was it, it hit everyone hard because Sven was the, a young guy and uh, he just uh, he just passed, you know, and it was like, whoa. 
So now yeah. we, they rename that race to the family reunion and, uh, you know, the memorial reunion. And uh, it's just, it's crazy. I got their stories about that. You know, last year, uh, Drew Ellis hooked me up and, uh, you know, just the support and stuff I get from people. It's, it's crazy. And it's all because of internet. I mean, that's, you know, you meet these guys that you see on the, you see in magazines, now you see on Facebook or yeah. Live RC or whatever. It's just like, man. It's hard to go up and talk to people, too, because you think you know them. You don't know them, and they don't mm. know you, but you think you do. Well, like that, you meet Brennan, your favorite singer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. get out of here, kid. No, I hear you on that. No, that's good. And I'm, you know, from listening to the shows, I, yeah, yeah. my family comes with me more often than not. It's yeah, actually well, been... You guys- yeah, you travel. Yeah, the last two have been the only two races where I've went on my own or with, with a buddy or something like that. Which th- that is, like, I love when my family comes with me because they get to watch me race, and I love my, when my wife and my kids watch me race. Yeah, but like I had such a good time going and really just concentrating on my racing and not having to think about anybody else or anything else, right? Because you know, as a parent, when you when when your kids are around, you're always kind of was like, watching about yeah, you're worried about your kid the whole time. Yeah, and the one time they came, they were sick, so the whole day I'm racing, I'm always I'm really thinking about how fast can I get the race directing done so I can get my kids <laughs> home to bed. Yeah. You know, and that that kind of thing. So uh but yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, like the most comfortable I am when I'm racing, it's like so my my fa- my wife's from Southern California. And so usually lately during the summer, they'll go down for a few weeks, you know, and spend a few weeks with their parents. And I'm up here all alone. So it's like if my if I know that they're occupied, I guess I say that. And then, you know, someone's watching my dog or whatever. It's like, OK, I could settle in now. I don't have to worry about getting home so I can see my kids or like feeling guilty that I'm gone. It's like, well, I could be doing yard work. Or it could be here. So I usually choose, I try to choose the track as much as I can. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it, it is hard with kids. I do love them being there with me. I, you know, like my daughter, Leah, the middle one, she, uh, like I said, she could just sit there and color or, and she just has a good time. And a couple of the new tracks we've got now, the vibe, you know, it's like a park vibe. So you can go and hang out. People are barbecuing. Um, and that's what it's all about to get that 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 family brought into the whole situation really makes it nice you know pleasant for everyone i think but a big race like this last weekend you know people are getting after it and uh it was pretty impressive i tell you that a lot of new tire techniques uh yeah i've seen that seen mayfield running a prototype yeah he was he was running something but the, the way that they're smoking tires in now and burning these tires in uh it's just kind of like seems like a little a ridiculous level. doesn't it it's a whole nother level. My, my issue is, is this, and I get it because they're getting a paycheck and they're getting the product. Exactly. Right. So for them, it's not such a big deal, but when they find out that this product runs better doing this to it, you're going to have the wannabe pros, which is pretty much every one of us, because we all want yes. that, that competitive edge. I think we just want to do it for a living. Well, that, that would be great. <laughs> right. But, but we're, we will simulate it. Tomorrow. I'm going to go race cars. Yeah. Well, we're going to simulate what they're doing. Yeah. To, to optimize our car's performance as well. But the difference is, is we're out, you know, the 35 or 36 or whatever yeah. it is, a, a set of tires. And that's not including rims. And if you're going through 
you know what I mean? Multiple sets in a weekend. That means you're just yeah. buying that many sets of rims anyway. So it's not like you're going to burn a pair off, go home and acetone or cut the wheel off and then yeah. glue new rubber. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just, uh, like I said, I get it. It's part of the competition side of things, but it's frustrating. They, they could tell the difference, right? I, yeah. I, I had a set of tires. I think I ran last year that were to me, to me broken in or, you know, they're still tread. They were hooking up. So I don't know. There's a, the whole new foam game, punching foams, breaking foams in. I just was like, hey, they're still working. I'm going to keep using them. And I was watching those guys sand those tires in, and uh, then they smoke them in with the rag and whatever traction compounds. Like, holy moly. Mm-hmm. And everyone, I guess uh, Travis Brock down there, uh, SDRC, you know, he's trying to get the smell out of the yeah, he's not allowing, just, I think, any any sauce in yeah. the building anymore. And they were talking about smoking tires is just as bad. So I think, um, they're I think they're doing that all outside now because uh, Matthew Gonzalez is a local down there, a glitch, and uh, I like that kid too. But uh, yeah, he was saying something about that too, and it's just you can't be in those events like that, locked in those buildings with all that like buggy grip back in the buggy grip days. And, mm-hmm. Uh, that's why that's i'm not gonna lie that's part of the reason why i love running on carpet so much oh yeah the carpet there's there's no there's no tire game we all run gone banana racing foams on our cars because they were foams yeah it and it's ridiculous yeah they uh they were just saying that too because there's an outdoor turf track that's Mm -hmm. uh a little up north of me that like you should just come up around that i'm like well then it's like a whole nother car to me you know but uh yeah, a whole set of tires will last you all year. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Because like this weekend, by Sunday, that that track was almost like running on sandpaper. And these guys are smoking, you know, burning through tires. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, well, don't oh, get me, that's, that's don't crazy get me wrong. If, if I was racing, like club racing weekly, I'd probably go through a set a month. Yeah. But still set a month as opposed to a set every time I go out. Do you guys chew chew those down, or you run? Them I never clean? do. For the most part, when you set your camber up right, and the mm-hmm. car's running right, they wear even. I don't know why. I don't know how. I can't explain it. I don't understand it. But yeah. there's been very rarely I've had tires other than when my setup's been totally jacked up that have worn unevenly. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's ridiculous, but it's true. And and Rick says it. If you set the the the, the your camber. Do you have half the tire like getting dust off the the ground? Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's. I remember that one episode. He was talking about how he gets they wear the flat. He doesn't use gauges. He just rolls on. The yes, floor. and it works, awesome. dude. It works. They <laughs> at their track in Wisconsin when I was racing down there. That's the first time I did it, and their their like concrete was like perfect for it, right? That's awesome. So I got it set up, and and on that particular vehicle, I left it like that, and those tires wore completely perfect. Like I said, it sounded like the most. Now I measured afterwards, and I figured out it, it's a magic number between about two and a half to three and a half, depending on the vehicle, mm-hmm. which is a ton of negative camber. But with the foams, it works. And I've been running my foams outdoors on the asphalt. Oh yeah, that you guys got to. It's a basketball court, yeah. Yeah, it's an old tennis court actually. The, the that uh, they're letting us uh, use. And, uh, yeah, it's almost, it's almost to the point where it's complete. Hopefully the driver stand will be down the next couple of days. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. I, like I said, I did about 80 laps already. Yeah. Did they, now did they seal that at all? Or is it just straight up? 
whatever it was when they it, it made was the paint down. it hasn't been sealed at all i don't mm-hmm. think i think we're avoiding that because a lot of times up here the sealer kind of gets shiny afterwards oh yeah so at first it would be great until that that first coat wore off after a couple of good rains and stuff like that then, and then it'd yeah be... then you're gonna be inconsistent yeah we had a track that did that um they had an indoor dirt track and then he got uh, with the city and there was an abandoned uh some abandoned tennis courts and he got a track built on there it was great it was it was kind of small but it was still fun and i think i want to say they sealed it with like a and some asphalt sealer that had rubber in it or something, but it was really good. But it was just really, it was pretty small. Yeah, like there's a coating, like a, a leveler we can buy. Mm-hmm. And if we did that on the whole track, then the track would have like a rubber content to it. So it'd probably be sticky as all f all the time if you're running like slick rubber tires. Yeah. So. But I don't think we're going to do that quite yet. We're looking at options. We do have a couple of problematic areas that we got to kind of fill in and stuff like that. But do you guys uh, spray anything on it before you run? No, they haven't. Uh, they haven't. I talked about spraying sugar water on it if we're going to have like a big race weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Friday, spray it. Spray it Saturday before racing. You know what I mean? Because I told them is that it'll bring grip up like crazy on asphalt. Cause yeah, that's what I did to plant my drag car and do seventy four mile an hour yeah, with it. Straight line, yeah. We used uh, Mountain Dew was a big. Uh, so the, the Fantasy World track was was in a parking lot, and it kind of went from one parking lot, and then a store opens. So they kicked us out, went to another parking lot. We ended up the last days of that track was at a Home Depot, but it you know spray it with Mountain Dew, and uh, man. It dries on there, and it's just like sticky, icky, mm-hmm. and you go for it. It's it's crazy. It really is. It is crazy. And now there's all this other traction compound and the dirt and the, you know, the sugar tracks. and But then there was that, uh, was that the, the Kyosho Masters race. Jared Tebow was posting, but they'd sprayed that. There's a new oil or something they spray on the dirt. Really? And it's like, what is going on? Oil? It looked, yeah, it's like an, I want to say, I could probably look it up on my, but it was, I think it was, uh, was I can't it? remember the brand, drawing uh, a blank. It wasn't VHT, spray- was it? No. Yeah, it was something like that, but it was for dirt. And I guess, oh, you know, it's that uh, Sunoco down. stuff or something like that, or no, I VP Racing. Yes. Yeah, VP Racing. Yeah, it's, it's a, what, what the, the scientific term for it is called a water surfactant. Okay, that's a good uh, word. Yeah, so what it does is actually, and I know of this, and this is this goes back to how much like radio I used to listen to. I used to live, listen a lot to Bubba the Love Sponge, and he has a dirt track in Ocala, Florida. So they're always trying to find ways to keep the moisture content in the clay consistent. Okay. And they use like bigger dirt tracks, like places like Eldora that Tony Stewart owns, stuff like that. They use water surfactants in order to keep the clay moist, so that way it doesn't dry out. It always has that that tacky stickiness to it. Okay. So I totally understand the concept between of using that kind of product on the dirt to keep it like consistent. Mm-hmm. But man, like that's like running sugar times a thousand. Yeah, I I remember that I was at Cactus Classic. Yeah, I, and they did that sugar thing, and uh, there was a couple guys down there, and it's just like that was like that's when it started, like this whole perfect, you know, not no longer dirt, 
uh, you know, loose and loamy. It's all, you know, it's like basically on an outdoor carpet. And just they're eating tires. I'm just like, man, is someone trying to get into this hobby or, or continue with it? You know, blowing through tires like that—that that adds up really fast. Well, and that you know, I, I I can totally understand that because he, I was trying to go to trackside hobbies for the, um, I think at the time it was the Horizon race. Oh yeah, Scott was it was Scotty or still though? I think he was, was still his. calling it. I think, but but that was before they changed it to the Team Associated. Okay. Uh, whatever a trackside in Wisconsin there. I should probably know that. That's the. I think that's the Top Gun, or not Top Gun. That's the. Uh, what the um, hell is it? Ugh. Yeah, geez. Now I'm just lost my fanboy yeah. card. We know what you're talking. You're fired. Knows. But okay, yeah, so I was trying to kind of get my crap together to go to that race. Uh huh. And one of those big things that I knew I was going to need was sets of tires, not just like tires. not two or three. Like I wanted to go with like seven or eight, mm-hmm. because I really wanted to put in a best effort. I was going to make an attempt to go to a race of that tier. I wanted to go there with tires that were already broken in and I could run a fresh set of broken in tires every round. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So there are, cause everyone will be the same with the tracks. Right. So, so to talk about like tires and, and, you know, watching the cactus when they sugared it and it was outdoors and just kind of like literally going through a set of tires around, um, you know, it's definitely dissuading because, you know, when I started looking at the cost and even though I had Proline who was generous enough to give me like a, a discount code, I just sent them a message on Facebook, said, hey, you know, I'm kind of a privateer. I really don't have any like real sponsors. I'm just mm-hmm. this average Joe racer kind of picking up the bill on my own. Is there any way you can give me like a discount on, you know, a bulk order of, of rubber and, and whatever so i can kind of get to this race and they gave me like i think it was like 15 percent off which hey me being canadian that saves me a ton of money <laughs> like a ton of you money canadian well because i got to convert all my canadian dollars to american and right now it costs me a dollar thirty one dollar and 31 cents to buy a dollar u.s i remember being a kid you know so i'm in washington and we're probably i'm just south of seattle so i mean Canada, when I was a kid, was you'd always. I remember going up there, and you'd buy something that cost like two dollars with a dollar and get change back. Yeah, right. <laughs> now it's, I think it's completely the opposite. I, no, I just, you can still come here, and well, <laughs> a, a lot of places aren't giving as much. They're they're kind of trying to reduce it, but I'm pretty sure. I want to say yeah. I I'd have to look at it. I don't know. I don't do that a lot on my side, but it's yeah. still. For me, I order everything out of the U.S. because it's just cheaper. Even with the exchange, it's usually cheaper. Like, I used to look at buying a Fataba 4PX when they first came out. Yeah. It was, like, almost a $950 radio Canadian when I could get it for under 700 Canadian if I got it through the U.S. Huh. Well, just because the the hobby shop I would have purchased it from in Canada had to pay, you know, duty on it. They had to pay import fees on it. So they got to put all that in there that the U.S. place didn't have to pay on it, and so they have to mark it up. Right, so it, it makes sense. It sucks, and and yeah, I'm a crappy person, but I live in a border city, and that was <laughs> yeah, my parents' you're... choice to live here and have give birth to me here, and I'm just using it to my advantage. I had nothing to do with why I live here. My, my ex, ex discount. Yeah. yeah. So we got uh, we got a bunch of guys that come down from Canada, you know, and um. So my one buddy won last year at the uh, the big on run race. He won a X-ray, a GT8 kit. You know, right. I, I don't know what those are. 
I think that's like so the eight scale like on road. Yeah, I think they're like yeah. eight or nine hundred dollar kits. Yeah, so he's like, oh, they got to claim. So that you know, he has to claim that going back. No, now if he got a receipt from the track saying it was won as a prize, he would have been fine. Oh, really? And depending on how many days consecutive he stays in the U.S. Yeah, it's something with the days. You get more money or something. Yeah, per if you day, stay forty-eight hours, right now it's if you stay over forty-eight hours, you can bring back eight hundred dollars. Without having to pay duty on it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Anything under, the, like, it's it's like 50 bucks and stuff like that. I would have, I've done it before. I've gotten just a, a, a thing from the place saying I want it as a, as a raffle prize. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's a way to get it rounded, I well, guess. Yeah. We have a guy that has, uh, so Gripworks RC, uh, Alex up there, he has this kind of an online uh, action going on. So, he was talking about that, all this, you know, going back and forth stuff. And I'm like, man, that is a lot to, that's a lot to manage. It's a lot to manage. So I don't know. Yeah. We, so we have a, a Canadian invasion here, which is really good. Those are good guys. Those guys make more club races than I do. And they got to <laughs> come from another country. But it's oh, all man, I, I, I wish we had a year round indoor facility that I could be going to. Yeah, you know, and Tacoma RC is really like the only one, you know, and we had a few more, but they just kind of all, all went away. And Scott, I don't know when, you know, this is the second location, heck, maybe more than that, but it's still, he's still going, man. He's got a hobby shop in there, um, a pretty great vibe, uh, a lot of, you know, and Scott Brown's kind of a legend uh, as far as here, but I mean, he's he's been to Worlds and... He was when the short courses came out, he was really hot and heavy in the short course. So he did really good doing that. Mm -hmm. And it was weird this year. So I ran 40 plus mod just because I'm over 40 <laughs> and thinking, oh, let's just throw that out there. But so Scott comes and drops his, his car down on the track and, you know, first pack on the track and goes out there and like seeds, you know, gets number third qualifier. And, but he's just oh, that guy. He's just so nice, and his family's there now. His daughter races. So last year she went from like barbecuing burgers for everyone, and then she ran novice uh, back in I want to say it was October for the Gold Cup. And this so what six months later she's running pro stock. She ran three classes: pro stock, thirteen five buggy, and then they had thirteen five stadium truck. And she was just killing it out there. I'm like, wow, she's good. Well, her dad, you know, she's got good. It, you know, but she, uh, it's just watching these kids out there. Just, they just got natural talent. I think it's rolling video games, but it's just cool to see the kids kind of just take over. We got a local kid that, uh, 12 scale. He was just, he's first started and he was just kind of like a nightmare out there. Then, you know, <laughs> four months later, he's literally killing everybody. And now he runs full blown mod and, uh, it's just this natural talent. Yeah, it's sometimes it's you kind of like, well, you, you feel like we got gypped. Yeah, I got gypped. Yeah, but yeah, oh, <laughs> I did that. The Riv so Spencer was uh, Rifkin was at the last last year's race, and you know just shooting crap, and it's like, hey man, how many girls have you kissed? So I think I got him on that. <laughs> he blushed. <laughs> I, I do I do a lot of one liners to people because it's like like Ty. I was following Ty, you know, and I know he's in a lot of those videos with Drake, like on uh, what's that, uh, the Pro Line videos here. Oh, the uh, oh crap, fifty one fifty productions. They do like 
you know, the, oh, they did, I know what you're I talking the about. What's the, name City. what's the name of it? Oh. And then uh, they did one where it was Mike Garrison narrates them. And uh, there was something about it was like Drake's last ride in his truck. He had this truck he called White Lightning and you know, ties in there. And he's like, what are you doing with your fingers? And he's, let's go to the track. And it just they seem to have a pretty good relationship. So uh, Rhonda Drake had posted that they got this new puppy. Yeah. So I was following Ty, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, are you jealous about Drake's new dog? And he's like, what are you talking about? I go, they got a new puppy, and he's, I think he's going to take your place. And he goes, I didn't know that. I don't have social media. And Come like, drive with Ty, us. Come drive with us. That's such a great – those are such great. They are. They are amazing um, videos. That that could be shown on, like, Netflix, you know? Yeah. I mean, that could that could be uh, – no, I don't. I don't blame Ty Tessman though on that for not doing social media. But going back to what you're saying, yeah, he says I don't have a. He has a professional page, but he doesn't. He doesn't participate anywhere. Yeah, you can tell the people who are like so. Mayfield he'll post a little bit, but he's not really a big no. internet guy. And um, to me, so that's you know he's down to business. I mean, all of them. Nobody really does it. So it's guys like me that go. I'm going to post everything. Yeah, you know. So that's because that's what. I well, to it's do. funny because you you say that all the time. Like you're doing this because you want to make positive influence on C- RC. You want people to have just as much fun as you're having with it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I kind of had like I've always kind of been about that too, right? Like this this mm-hmm. hobby is awesome. I have some of the best friends, greatest friends that I've ever met doing this hobby and racing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've had so many things happen for me because of just talking with with great people in RC. So. I can't remember where it came from, but somebody was like, just, you know, a little, little Facebook squabble was starting kind of over nothing. And I kind of go, went in there and and started, I kind of started poking fun. I can't remember where it was. But, but, you know, I had just said, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And then somebody said, Hey, look, you have a friend. The guy goes, no, I've only raced with him once. And I don't think we've actually ever talked, but you know, okay. Mm -hmm. And, that's where I came up with this next thing that I'm about to talk about. And it's completely ridiculous. But when it was all said and done, my last post had said, no, he's just one of my Yoka homies. Oh, that's right. The Yoka homie page. Yeah. So, (laughs) so just so everybody gets this clear right away, you don't have to be a Yokomo liker user. You, there is no prerequisite to being part of the Yoka homie nation. It just yeah. was something I said that I was very fond of, and I think it's hilarious. And I envision it being like a hashtag, like on a shirt or something like that, as a joke yeah. in RC, like hashtag Yokohama Nation. Like I would really love to see like that start popping up, or just on posts. But yeah, I started a Facebook group called Yokohama Nation, so feel free to find it, add yourself to it. I'll approve you to be in. The only prerequisite is that you have to have a positive attitude and ha- be be in the light of having fun i don't want somebody posting in there asking hey i'm looking for a suggestion on a 17.5 motor and have oh, anybody boy. in there doing the oh you know hey you know no. and it normally starts a couple of guys will post what they want and then there's always that one guy that comes in and says oh this is junk this is that you got to run this i don't want that so just come in and say oh i say this i say that you know for the most part it's a lot of people i know personally um, so we all kind of joke and, and razz each other, which I get, but unfortunately that's not what happens in these other groups. And you're right. It mm-hmm. was in the stock group it was 17, five group. Oh. And 
that's the beast was I, the I, B5 nation. Holy moly. I can't and I, I have I, I remember it came up on my uh, memories not too long ago. I went on a bit of a, a, a rant about it. I just I'm sorry guys, you we don't a lot of you guys just don't get it. The, this hobby is so small and it's so fragile yeah. and there is really no room for being a crappy person like that. It's just not. It's fine to believe in the stuff that you run so wholeheartedly that you don't think anything else is as good as it. That's fine. But you cross over the threshold of being an okay person when you start saying, oh, X brand is this, 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 and this because of that. And and maybe you've never ran it before. Maybe you had a buddy. Listen, I've had friends that have had nothing but bad luck with X item. Not my problem. Yeah. It's none of my business. It happens. We're talking about electronics from China and Korea. And, and you know, like... This stuff breaks, folks, all the time. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing out there that's going to be the the one, the one thing. It's like it's going to make everyone happy and it's going to last forever. Like you want tires to last forever. You want the battery never to lose, lose its punch. But it's just, it's just not going to happen. Well, and then, and then you say that, yeah, batteries that never lose its punch. And then you get guys that go out racing. They never balance charge the pack. They, oh they gosh, drain yeah. it at, you know, 30 amps. They slam it back at 40 amps just to throw it in their car and put it on the track oh. and sit there for three minutes while the race director gets them all sorted out and actually running, which at that point, everything you've done for that battery has been wasted except for reducing the lifetime of it. You know, I'd rather go out there and run for three or four minutes before the heat even runs with my pack because guess what, guys? My pack's nice and warm at that point and still has a lot of power left in it. Yeah, we talked about so that stock Nats were at uh, OCRC uh, what, a couple few weeks ago down there, and so Ron sure, let's just—he was on another podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, he was on the re, uh, the the Rick yeah, cast. And so hey, I got I, no, I got no beef with those guys at all. Like I listen. No, it's cool. It's all different. So yeah. to me, it's like you got on the tone. Yeah. Lupus life. Yeah. It's all it's all good. So I I've had a lot of questions on there, and I was a troll and. You know, that's uh, me and Jason's been back and forth and message it. He messaged hey, God, me. God, he blocked me, dude. That's funny. Yeah, God. tell me about it. Well, right? He did something with his, <laughs> his Facebook and he, he's I getting felt... like ISIS threats or something. You, you know, know, here here's the worst thing. I remember before I even started my show, or maybe it was very early on in the start of the MBM podcast, <laughs> but I remember when Gotti posted saying that he was going to lose his Facebook account because somebody had reported him and I felt terrible for him. They reported his name. Yeah, yeah, because he couldn't because that's when Facebook was really doing the big crackdown on everybody and making sure that you were who you say you were on on Facebook. And I I felt terrible for him because like, you know, like I I was I was a fan of Radio and Pen Podcast. I still am. I don't listen to it all the time. I'll openly admit that. But that's because I don't care for the, the wrestling aspect of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I'm at work, I don't have time to grab my phone and fast forward and be punching around. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of times when I listen to the radio, I'm sitting here at home. And that that's few and far in between now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so. I mean, I, I like, like, so, you know, like the, the drive to work, I'll have it on. Even if it's about wrestling or monster, you know, monster trucks aren't, it's pretty cool. I, Who's not a fan of Monster Trucks? Well, that's I'm true not too. a super fan like Rona, but um, it's cool. But uh, yeah, sometimes they're wrestling and then stuff like that. So, you know, you can listen to it if you want. But the last episode that had Ron Schur on there, yep. you know, not it wasn't even like a brand specific Sure Speed Motors. It was just in general. And he was there this weekend. And I had a couple 
you know, five minute chats with him and it's just a super nice guy. I mean, you know, that guy, he couldn't, like he was saying, he, he's retired and he kind of does, does this, <laughs> he travels. What a nice guy. And he, we, so we talked about stock gnats cause I heard rumors of taking their eye chargers and people run them like in parallel or charging 120 amps. And I'm like, no way, you know? And he goes, well, they were charging it, you know, 70 amps is, I guess, the the hot new. It used to be 40 amps, what, Jesus. two years ago, and everybody's charging 70 amps. But he explained to me that these uh, new batteries, so I believe, oh, man, would it, IPs, I can't remember the brand that Hobby Wing kind of uses, but uh, he said, so they're rated at 10C. So a 6,100 milliamp pack. 10C is 61 amps. Oh so these goodness. new batteries, they want that that high amperage. And to me, it's still like, oh, like I can't. You're not going to pump 70 amps into a four-year-old, you know, reedy pack and think yeah. you're going to get anything out of that except for a possible fireball. And uh, I'm not a big charger. Um, I, I'm. I don't believe in it. I don't. I, I, I listen. Me, it's like, I, want I my balance charge my years. packs. Every I round, charge. I balance charge. Every yeah. round. <laughs> always balance charge, and I'm always putting them on store mode. I did buy... That I'm terrible for. I'm not going to lie. I am I, horrible I for that, putting like, them at storage so the mode. The day after, I'll have... I'll be after a race, or like this weekend, I grabbed my charger, my my packs, and took them to work and set them up, and just I just storage charged them. But I did buy one of those resistor banks, right, that... that the discharges like it my charger will discharge at 30 amps well but those are still nice to have because that allows nice. you to discharge the pack to a yeah, storage it, charge quicker it, yep and it, it kind of just takes care of your pack you can mm. you can um wake them up like uh, like i'll take all my packs that i have even like the ones i leave for the kids cars and the basher stuff um even my little crawler packs i'll i'll, I'll just run a cycle through them mm-hmm. and to me in my head it's doing something i don't know if it is but i've had packs before that just completely dead like one year i hung my 12 scale on the wall and realized the next season i go to pull it off the wall to start messing with it and i had the battery plugged Plugged in the whole year year, yeah yep i'm like well the power was being electrician i'm like well the power's off it should be fine now no it was it was cooked yeah so that went down to the battery shop people you know but I just try to take care of my stuff because I know that I, I don't get new stuff all the time. Well, that's just it. And, you know, the longevity of stuff. But, you know, then the buy-sell trade, too, it's like I'd always sell my old kits to get the new kit. and But now with having kids, you know, then I, I just want to have something in case they want to go race. Yeah. Or we want to, you know, go up and down the street. It's it's hard for me to sell old kits. And plus, it's like when the B6 came out, I, I waited a little bit and then noticed that the B5 rollers were going for a hundred dollars. And it's like uh, I got more than that in hop ups on that thing, so I, I'm not selling it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Then I carve it up and you know put the B6 rear end on there, and that was just a fun little project. I did that. I took the B5 and then put the B6 lay down in the back, and everybody was already doing it, but. For me, I, I've always got to tinker with something. I've always got something I'm, even if it's, you know, break, I got a bunch of arms here and I, you know, break them off the tree. It's like, I'm going to scuff, you know, where you break it off the tree, there's a little bump. Yeah. I'm going to go through and sand those off and then that's done. That's a tinker moment. 
That gets me through the next. <laughs> so there's something else. Or like cut stickers out. Uh, you know, got to be doing something. Yeah, I hear you. And that's the worst part. I get down here to actually really do, like, make progress on something. And I catch myself doing a lot of that little stuff that you just said. You know, oh, I, you know I'll, I'll, I'll go into my little parts, like, tray slash tool pit oh, yeah. bag thing. Right? And I start kind of going through it. And then I come across parts that are still in the bag that I haven't opened. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to open these. And I'm going to break them off the trees. And then they'll fit in this little yeah. compartment better. And Well, I can't just break them off trees and throw them in there. They have to be ready to put on the car. So I got to trim off the tab so it's nice and smooth. And, yeah. Eh, yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm looking at a big box right now of all like, oh, that'll be a good organizer. Like you go to the the what do you, like the uh, art the hobby shops, not hobby shops. Uh, the like, like the art support, like or, the Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love going yeah, so to Michaels, my wife used dude. To be this scrapbooking, and man, they have all these little cool compartments, and I'll buy a bunch, and I'll go, oh, these will be perfect, and then I'll go, yeah, dang it, there's something else. So I've got all this boxes of boxes. I've got. I bought it. It, it. I think it's meant was meant for like somebody who like makes jewelry. So like putting all different kinds of beads and stuff in. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a lot like um, I'm pretty sure it was Cow RC has those um, like parts box that has the individual boxes inside. Oh yeah, Harbor Harbor Freight Tools has those too. Yeah. That's so so that's I I just we were just in Michaels and I was bored and I was looking at stuff and I'm like oh you know what those containers are big enough for springs. I'm like, yeah. oh, I got to I gotta grab this. So sure enough, I grabbed it, brought it home, and spent the next, like, six hours sorting through every loose screw everywhere because, you know, they were always in just one really big container. So, you know, separate the metric ones from the standard ones, you know, the flat heads from the button heads, you know, to the cap head screws, and they're, they're all sorted. And, yeah, I know I have standard screws in my kit still, but that's because I ran a 443 up until last year. Yep. Right. Well, so that's like the whole thing with the MIP wrenches. It's like I got this whole standard set now. And I got, uh, I want to say it was like the 332nd ball end or 536, but because there was a screw in the back of the 443 that you couldn't, it was just nicer with the ball end. Yep. Like I'll never use that again. So nope. I, I use it at work all the time. You know, <laughs> if, I, if, oh, I can use my MIP wrench on that screw on, you know, cover plate or. Whatever I work on, it's like yeah. oh, my, my, somebody uh, give me crap that I just look for stuff to use my RC tools on. Yeah, but, but they're awesome tools, so why wouldn't we? They are awesome tools, and MIP, you know, it, you know the hoodies and all that crap. It's like man, the MIP tools. If you look at them, they're just like plastic handles, um, but they got those tips on there, man. And those tips, and, yeah, and they, I love they just they work now. The the, the small aluminum fail. ones, I just no. Well, I, I seen a blown out five five point five millimeter nut nut driver over the weekend, but I guess that was a problem on some of them. But oops, Alex, the Wizard K, uh, those pro guys, they they wrench really hard. So yeah, <laughs> it was great, man. Like just watching the just watching like Ty and them, just the work ethic that those those guys have. Um, you know, I've always really focused just on the associated guys, but this year yeah. I just kind of I looked around and the one thing about the associated guys uh, that happened last year too. Uh, we have a local guy, John Walencia. He's an associated guy, and he's he's just the guy that everyone kind of goes to. And last year, uh, David Borkowitz broke in warm up. I think it was an arm or something out there. You know, as Rona would say, dicking around, and he broke something and. 
man, Valencia grabbed that thing and parts box came out and, you know, five minutes later it was a brand new arm and they make the makes his run. And they did that this year with Alex K uh, broke a front arm off and the, they run out there, grab his car and um, two guys got on there with their Makitas and parts <laughs> box came flying out and they got him back on there. And it's just like, I love watching that. I love watching uh, that kind of stuff, the camaraderie that, yeah, we have, and it would have been. There was a post a couple of weeks ago. Someone broke a, a rod in their in their nitro engine, and I, was it X-ray? I think it was X-ray guys grabbed this guy's car, and it was JQ. To, was it? I'm pretty sure it was JQ had an engine failure. I gotta look yes. that up. I want to say that's who it was. Better look that up because that'd be even more impressive. I think it. I, I want to say it was. Why am I thinking JQ? Because JQ is the takeover is on your mind. <laughs> the JQ takeover. Yeah, that guy, uh, that's another one. It's like people love him and people hate him, but man, you know of him. You know? JQ has a thing going on for him. I'm just trying to organize my junk right now. It's oh, crazy no. how much stuff I got laid out here. I'm not sure. So which race were you at? Well, I'm looking that uh, I was So this last weekend was the J Concepts uh, Spring Indoor National Series. Um, it's, it was the second stop, so it's in Tacoma. The next one, I believe, is in Hobby Action, and I guess that one sold out like in 10 minutes. But it's the big – it's, you know, I think he's been coming up here for four years. And I didn't go to the first one because it's like, I'm not going to that big giant race. That's stupid. But now it's like – Oh, I'm going. Even if, you know, I don't go to get noticed and get sponsored and quit my real job. I go because all the interneting has to come to a head at some point. Yep. And no, it's just, you get to see these guys, you know, that come up and it's like, you know, last year Cavalier came and um, Spencer was there. All the, the big dogs were there and just watching those guys, just the talent and then just the raw you know that work ethic thing it's just and it always their their pit table is literally their buggy their little toolbox and that's it and they're just mine looks like yeah and it's just it's it's impressive and it's just cool to finally see you know these guys that you follow and then then i my old butt goes up and it's like hey can you send my hat and it's just like i don't know I still think it's cool. I got, I got a white associated hat that uh, our local guy, uh, he's the team rep for associated, Sean Maybell. He, he got me a hat from the boys and it's like, I got a big head and I was like, oh. and, and it won't fit. So I just had, I just kind of take it with me to races. So I, I have all the guys sign it. So I got everybody on there, you know, and it's just that kind of stuff. It's like, it'll, it'll go right back in the bag and it'll go right back in the cupboard, but I have it. Yeah, just, yeah. People like so this weekend, uh, my buddy Glitch. I said, "Hey man, you gonna sign a tire for me?" And he goes, walks over the garbage can, digs one out, and his dad's laughing, and I'm laughing. I'm like, "Is that even your tire?" He goes, "Yeah, I just took it off." I go, "Okay, whatever." So he signed that. <laughs> then, um, after there was, so there was a a moment this weekend, you know, and some stuff kind of happened, and I ended up. Uh, over, you know, Mayfield pits there and 
it was the end of the day and I was kind of talking with Rona a little bit and, you know, and then so, uh, Jake Thayer from OCRC, yeah, I, I met him down when I went down there over Christmas, me and my son, uh, so my in-laws are in Santa Clarita and they're right by Hot Rod Hobbies. So right. my new thing now is I'll, I'll, I'll pack some buggies with me or something and go hit a track. So, mm-hmm. you know, West Coast RC, when they're around, I, I went down there just to get it, just to get a feel for these big boys. And so I went to OCRC this year and just blown away. But, uh, and they, he recognized my name and we talked a little bit, but then, so this year, uh, Jake came up with the Yokomo boys and I, I think I said hi to him on Thursday and I didn't really talk to him the whole weekend, but I was over there at the end of the day and he, he, uh, he walks up to me and hands me his pit board and his pit mat. I'm going, dude. And so I had him sign it, you know, and it's just one of those, <laughs> those things. It's just like, wow, I, you know, that kind of stuff blows me away. I mean, these guys, you know, they usually the little kids get all the stuff, but this year I got the stuff. Mike Haynes from <laughs> Race for Associated, big on-road guy, and I got. I'm looking at his pit board right now. He gave me, and it's just stuff like that. You know, signing a tire, um, a wing. Um, you know, I, I've got bodies before. It's just that stuff's cool to me. And this last summer, I got Eric App. And then uh, Randy Castor was at our big race and, you know, being on the internet and stuff, then finally meet in person and we hang out all weekend and, you know, shoot the crap. And at the end of the weekend, they each signed their bodies and gave them to me. And I thought that was huge until uh, I got, I have to tell this story. So shocker, Tim Smith is going to be like, okay, we're good. Um, <laughs> so, so last, so a year ago, uh, Ralph Birch left, team x-ray right and you know he's the big on-road nitro guy and i randomly posted on our 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 race page for that event that you know i'll just i said hey drew drew ellis i'll I'll fill in for ralph birch next year no problem you know world champion to a guy that's complete hack so drew posted back hey no problem or something like that i'll have a car ready for you and i'm like yeah whatever a couple months go by and he, should, he posted a picture of it. It's like almost done. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I messaged him and, you know, Drew's a, Drew's a, uh, Drew's a jokester. So anyway, so this whole last year was like, <laughs> I got a car ready for you, man. You know, NT1, uh, it'd be ready to go for you. So and this is the weekend race. So I was going down on Thursday morning, uh, and we had a family trip planned for Monday morning. So I had to get my three kids and my wife up at 3.30 on Monday morning to get to the airport. Not looking forward to it at all. And, I, I, you know, especially after a big, giant event, you're gone four days. And so I literally packed for that trip before the race. So anyways, two days before I have to leave, I get this box. And she was like, oh, you have to just kind of finish up a couple things. And I, I get this box, and I'm just like... It's a roller, you know, a nitro roller, no motor, nothing. And I'm like, oh, I'm putting servos in there. And I'm like, oh, I was so stressed out. I didn't have a receiver pack, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, screw it. I'll get down there and Thursday I'll set it all up. I don't think I ran that thing till like Friday night. And everyone, I think, worked on it in the whole park. It was great. <laughs> and he's like, so Luke Pittman is an x-ray driver. And he has his own fan club. 
uh, Luke Pittman is uh, a super nice guy, but Drew would kept on going, oh, you know, Luke will help you out. He gives me a clutch in a bag, and it's like, I haven't worked on a nitro car in so long. And so Team Canada, Team X-Ray Canada kind of took me under their wing, got me going, but holy moly, what a stressful <laughs> – because I was helping with tech. That was my thing. I like to run tech down there. Because right. you get to see everybody, you hang out, yep. you know, you're, you're barbecuing. It's just, I finally ended up running my main, like Saturday night, we're the only main that ran. And it was like, just a, I guess I could say shit show, but <laughs> yeah. I was trying to hot lap and I broke something. And John Sang, my buddy, grabs my car and takes over his pits. And I'm up there for like, eight minutes standing there i should have went and drank a beer but uh, <laughs> it's my car back out there and i'm trying to get hot lap now man i'm just going for it but it was great so at the saturday night barbecue right after that everybody's around they do like door prizes and huge giveaways and everybody's talking and papa rick you know the owner of the, it's at his house and he's up there and this this year was really special because we lost Sven and they named it in his honor and yeah. there's a lot of tears, a lot of hugs because it's a family vibe and so Drew gets up there and he's like, yeah, you know, I just want to thank everyone because Drew's always been a really big supporter of that race and bringing the X-ray guys there and just you know Drew being Drew and and he's like, hey, just you know we we loan Kyle this car and um, and we're just we're gonna let him keep it. I'm like, dude. So I'm like, in my head, I'm going, this is crazy. Like, this is awesome. But then in my head, I'm also going, uh, I don't have a nitro set up. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get, there's so many things in nitro to run. Starter oh, box. yeah. Like, I wasn't really prepared in my head, but it's like, in my head, I'm going, I'm never going to sell it. Never going to, you know, I'm going to try to run it whenever I can. So I, we, you know, the next morning I strip it down, get the motor out of there and the pipe and all that. And I, you know, it's a max power motor and it's just all that, that was a used one, but man, it was a rocket. So I, I get it all cleaned up and take it over to Drew the next day and I hand it to him and I just, I thanked him again. I don't think he's a hugger, but he got hugged a few times. So I'm a hugger. Uh, yeah. That's always awkward too, by the way. But, uh, so I, I get the motor and I hand it to him and he's looking at it, he's, you know, fiddling around thinking, great. Did I screw something up, taking the part? He goes, go ahead and keep it. I go, you got to be crafting me. So I gave him another hug, and <laughs> now it's just like this, this huge thing, you know. I just, I'll, I'll always uh, have a, a, a pro level RC uh, decal or shirt. You know what I mean? I consider him a sponsor, and it's not that I'm, a, he's a sponsor. I guess it's just I'll never not show that that love back to him. But that's the same with all my stuff, you know. It's like. Yeah. You know, shell racing, um, same. Uh, J Concepts and Boom RC, I actually applied to. But Boom RC is kind of going through a little transition, and I know Mike's really busy, and he got sick there for a while, and now he's with Live RC after the whole Waldo thing. And um, so they've transferred our, our support over to Stick It One, which is fine. I mean, I don't. That's another thing. It's like J Concepts isn't losing money on me getting stuff at discount because I don't, you know, I don't buy a lot of stuff. And I already <laughs> had all their stuff anyway, so they actually got me pretty cheap. We haven't talked. We're, we're going to talk travel plans, but Rona, yeah, he gets that look. That guy's awesome, too. Um, when Sticky Kicks is Ray Follin down in uh, 
there are that sticky kicks is formed out of OCRC. Another great guy, and, you know, just he shows a lot of love and you know, MIP Matt Olson. I pitted with him last year at the J Concepts race, and it's just we just talked, and you know, he offered me some support, and it's like that's awesome, man, because he doesn't do a lot of interneting either. No, no, Ol- Olson's yeah. awesome, man. Like he's he's just. That guy is a workhorse. Yeah, he, he he's always he working on everybody's car. <laughs> he, he never, you know, he's in the middle of wrenching. He'll stop and talk product with you. That yep. guy, yep. what he does for that company, and then now his new company, you know, Matt Olson Designs, all the physical stuff and whatever he has. Uh, the guy's a workhorse. So he did come up this week, and he's down at the Proline uh, by the Fire event, uh, the Scalar deal. Yeah. It looks like he had a good time there. And then I got a, you know, Charlie Swanka from, from Hobby Wing. I, I met him a few years ago and, you know, he, he came up to the, one of our big races and he's just a really good guy. Then he, he left Novak and you didn't really hear from him. So they had a contest. I had it just for cans. We call them cans, right? Uh, <laughs> they had a contest on, because he has a Charlie show on yeah, through yeah. Hobby Wing on YouTube, and yeah. I, I watch him, but I don't really get into the, the FPV stuff, the drones and stuff. I just never, it's never clicked for me. But there was this contest on there recently, and it's like, what was your favorite episode? And I, I go, man, I, so I went back and watched a couple. I'm like, I just can't really pick one. I mean, but the one that I did, did stick out was like, like I said in the, the, you basically just sent an email saying, here's the one I thought was my favorite and why, and I said it was the first one. Because up until then, I'm like, man, what's Charlie going to do? Because Novak just said, we're done. Yep. I know that that was Charlie's thing, you know, and he, you know, he's got family and stuff. And like, man, but this, I said, so to see you on the very first Charlie show that you're all set up at Hobby Wing and it was your new venture and just seeing that he was okay, that just, it, that was my favorite one, you know. And he said I pulled his heartstrings, whatever, but I, you know, I won that contest. And so I got to basically pick anything of, of hobby wing I wanted and just the messages back and forth. And it's just like, all right, I'm, I'm selling all my stuff and I'm going to just run hobby wing. You're, you're and, a contest winner, dude. Oh, uh, you are a contest I, 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 winner. I do really good. And then like, then I'll get skunked and then I do pretty good. So I've won, my son won a Yokomo BDS or was a BD7 RS was their race racer spec like the club racer version a couple weeks you know a couple of years ago and I've I've won I've won some pretty good door prizes but then when Drew hands me a you know a nitro touring car yeah um, I consider that a win I mean it was it was a brand new kit it was an older model but to me at that it's still it doesn't matter me, yeah exactly it's going to get ran that's and I'll win, you know. One year I cleaned up on door prizes at this one race. It was great. This yesterday or Sunday, I uh, I, I had three entries, so I had three tickets, and I got three door prizes. And I got all new shirts, so my wife's pretty happy about that. More racing <laughs> shirts. Um, and then my buddy Cody, he, his number got called, and he gave me a ticket, and I got another shirt. But you know, of course, it was a small. It was towards the end of the drawing, so my daughter wears that. But yeah, I I try to do pretty good on door. That's what makes my weekend is a cool door prize, sensor wire. Or... Yeah, it was pretty good. But yeah, so Charlie, you know, uh, I just I literally as we were talking, uh, I had a PayPal thing for a cylinder speed control and LRP, and you know, not brand specific. I 
I'm just showing now. I'm showing Hobby Wing some love, love and you know, I'm talking to Ron Sure over the weekend too. It's like just a great little company, man. And yeah, they're doing some cool things. They just released that new crawler system that acts. Yeah. Oh, that thing's awesome for crawling. Because that's a whole nother a whole nother fun, side of our fun I know. part of the hobby, man. It I, is. I just enjoy that. I got um, one of those new deadbolts. Nerd. Talk about being a nerd, man. Holy moly. I'm scouting scaling spots on the way home from work. You know? <laughs> man, that'd be a great little place. Because I get a, I have about a 45-minute gap from when I, I get home. So I try not to go home because if I come home, I, I don't want to leave to go get the two older kids. Uh, my wife will do it, but I just feel that I, I want to do that. So, Oh, I don't blame you. I'm the house. same way. I'd rather not go home and get kind of into my comfy you zone. Leave. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, you know, I take my deadbolt and I, I just pack that with me usually and I'll just go find a spot and I'll go run a half hour and just all I think about is, you know, running this truck. And I'm just, in my head, I'm going, if someone's looking at me right now, 45 year old man out there hitting sweet lines with a, a scale truck and they don't have any clue about the hobby or nothing, they're going to think I'm a whack job. But, <laughs> so that's when this whole nerd hobby wings thing is, you know, nerd is new cool and they're big nerd and we're nerds. And I'm totally to okay with it because you know what? I'm having yeah, fun. I mean, you're going to a what race? Yeah. Remote control car? And they're just, you know, there was that picture of all the, here's what your friends think you do. Here's what you think you do. Here's what you really do. And, yeah. Hey, dude, think yes. about it this way. I have to tell U.S. Customs oh, yes. okay, every time I come into your country yeah. to go racing that I'm going to race an R or a radio-controlled car. And then they look at me and go, what? The only reason why I'm believing the one guy said the only reason why I'm believing a word coming out of your mouth is because I can see an RC car behind your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funky Brewster episode where she's racing the grasshopper or whatever yeah. that thing was. Yeah, like I stopped to get a coffee on the way there and they're like, Oh, what are you up to today? And they're just like you can say nothing or I go, Well, I'm kinda of having a hobby day. You know, they're gonna think, you know, golfing or Whatever. You go, no, I race cars, and then they go, oh, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> you don't understand. Ryan Mayfield will be there. Brian Mayfield. Who? He finally got his world championship. Yeah, you can't, if you I, Google him. Listen, I, I'm, I'm happy for him, but I think it was a huge mistake, regardless of how much money or whoever your sponsors were, to leave everything. Well, I think he went back to Orion, did he not? He is with Orion. Yes. Yeah, he went back he to had... Orion because he left Orion and he left MKS. Yeah, so right, right after protest, winning, I think he had a protect servo in because I because I I believe that whole thing is because A Main is yes. the U.S. distributor Yokoma. Yeah, so they were running. Uh, he was running Orion gear, but for the I want to say for the Reedy race, he was running Hobby Wing. Yes, he was. There was. There was what I think he was, he was too test because he was a free lamb at that point. Yeah, yeah, and, and basically that's I guess he hadn't renewed quite yet with Orion, and Orion yeah. said, "Go ahead and try some other stuff out and see what you see what you want to do. We'd love to have mm-hmm. you back, but we're not. You know what I mean? If you don't want to, we're not going to push it on you." And and he came out and he kind of cleared the air about that and said it, and and that's cool. You know, he went and tried something else. I prefer. I wish he would have tried a few <laughs> different brands, and we would have seen him try really, really try. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, for us being, you know, our level, it's like, oh, that, you know, he he likes this part of it, or he thought that was a cool feature. Kind of like when uh, 
when Hara, Sushihara left uh, Hot Bodies, he was yeah. he didn't have a chance chassis sponsor, so he got to drive anything he wanted. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have a local guy, Corey Hartke, that um, he was he ended up he didn't have a chassis sponsor, so he built that associated car, and he ran that, and he's like, it's a great car. You know, and, and not him having not to say because he was sponsored that it's a great car, that that, that that's pretty cool. So you mm-hmm. get an honest opinion of a guy that is a, is a sponsored driver, yeah. can be yeah. a sponsored driver, and they're saying no, it's it's a great car, you know, and uh, that that to me that means a lot because like oh okay then that's a great car. You're yeah. not just telling me that because you have because to yeah because they're they're sending you a check every month. <laughs> yeah, or however that works. I wish someone would get on the horn and go. This is how it works. I understand contingency. I understand, you know, you win big races, you get the you get a paycheck type thing. But as a a weekly paycheck, it'd be nice. I don't want to know what you make, but you're making a living off this. Yeah, and it's just it's interesting. <laughs> it, it has it's, to be somewhat afford. Like it has to be somewhat decent. I don't oh, know. It's, I, it's honestly, dude. Because then you see like their Louis Vuitton and their big trucks. And I'm like, I don't have a big truck, but I get up at three thirty in the morning and go to work every day. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's crazy. There's got to be something going on there. I got to figure out what's going on. I yeah, I don't know. There, there's something. There's something definitely behind it. I, you know what? I wouldn't want the stress of having to deal with performing at that high of a level all the time. Imagine having I, to be the top of your game. Because, like you said. When they're at that track, when they're at that race, they're at work. We're there having fun in our free yeah, time. We're blowing off steam. And exactly. They're, you know, Ryan did mention that he's there. Uh, he's there working. And, yeah, for you sure. Know, and it's, it's, it's great watching that stuff. Dustin Evans was there. Yep. Um, and these guys are just. Uh, Next level. I know what it's like. Next level. I've, I've watched I've watched Cole Toller drive, man, and that kid's up and yeah, coming, and he, and he he's moving. His dad ain't no slouch either. Uh, they're they're two hilarious people. I love making Cole laugh when I'm up on the driver's stand in one of his heats that I have no business being in, but I just love being up there making him laugh the entire time. Yeah. Well, I, I, last year I have stand up on driver's stand. It was like it was Rifkin and Rona, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is like. Where's my where's my selfie stick? But I'm I'm just gonna stand back and watch you guys drive, okay? Yeah, it's great. It's like, or do you want me to drive that for you guys and just yeah. check out that front? <laughs> All right, yeah, Kyle. It's, it's, so Chris Trudeau has a question. Oh, jeez. Have you ever been yes. a low C fanboy? I saw that. Uh, have I ever been a low C fanboy? Well, I like to say that I'm not brand specific. I just happen to have this admiration for associated and i got a lot of their shirts and i just i love those guys losey fanboy uh second rc car i ever got was a losey it was a mini t but i mean i'm a drake fanboy when he was a losey so i guess yeah. i could deal a little bit that adam drake he's on my bucket list i i want to just meet that guy and i want to hang out with him i want him to kind of adopt me i've asked him through you know postings before but yeah, can you adopt someone older than you? I don't know how that works. You probably can. I, we can make it work. We'll, we'll figure it out. No, Losi fanboy. You know, Losi cars. I was looking at them this weekend. They're four wheeler. It's just, it's really odd. It feels to me. so I old. Can't figure it out. It and feels that's just so like the, old. 
Yeah, just like the Awesomatic touring car. I don't know if you've ever seen the Awesomatics, but there's literally no shocks. They've got this dampening system. You've got 658 turnbuckles. I just I can't <laughs> get in them. Yeah, they're no. not sexy. Yeah, no, no I'm good. I'm yeah, good. man, there's some touring cars that look like they're just like the my buddy runs an Infinity, and that car looks like a piece of art. And I don't know, some of this touring car world is just—it's crazy. It's too pretty. I can't drive it. Yeah, I'll drive that thing. Said no one ever. You, you know how I'm avoiding driving my A stamp Gold Pan. <laughs> leaving it in pieces yeah never finishing it yeah exactly it'll it, you know what scaler. did you ever build that scaler that oh. the guy won yeah okay what's so the, here, the story here, here's the story on You've it literally gave it away eight months ago yeah i know the guy's like dude and actually no mike mike has been awesome so shout oh, out to mike good. first of all because so some patience that car that truck has been the bane of my existence <laughs> it, it really has been and you know what the worst part is it went together great but when it came to finishing it, because I'm so OCD about it and I want it to be so perfect when he gets it, it's uh, like I'm literally waiting to ship it because I have not went to the sporting store and bought black hockey tape so I can wrap all the wires so they don't... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. But other than that, the car, the truck is, is ready to go. Except but, for the hockey tape. Except for the hockey tape on the wires. The winch works. Thought- everything works. So being Canadian, don't you just have hockey tape? I don't. No, because was... see, my problem, I have really wide feet. So for me to get hockey skates are really expensive. So I don't own hockey skates. You got wide feet. That's awesome. It's you ridiculous. Skate better, I think. I don't know. No, yeah, well, really skates are like the only thing you buy that are like, because of the, they're, they're so rigid for a reason. There's no give like in a traditional like running shoe. Whereas, so I need a wider skate. And because of the wider skate that I need is a custom order, like nobody carries it, it's expensive. And I'm not willing to spend that kind of money. I think I can get a pair for as cheap as like $500 Canadian. But I just don't want wow. to spend $500 Canadian to skate like three times a year outside. It just sounds completely ridiculous to me. Now, that being said, if you see how much money I spend on RC cars to race those things once a month, basically, Dude. I'm just an, a lying sack of you-know-what, and I should just buy well, skates and shut up. I, was, I always think that, too, like, oh, something's broke at the house. Like, oh, we need a dishwasher. But I'm like, oh, that's real money. Like, we got to buy a dishwasher? No way. No way. We're shopping it. But you see, like, oh, look at that cool parts tray. Buy. Send. Send mm-hmm. it to me. I want that parts tray. Yep. Or oh, look at that new battery. Look at that. You know, new, look at that new badass soldering iron from One Up. Oh Racing. man, soldering iron game too. I People know. are stepping that up. Uh, Randy at One Up's got that little tiny pen thing, and then I'm ordering one. Those the little tiny guys. Yeah. I saw Yao Racing had their version of it out, but no, I got I got to have one of those for that is the perfect, the quintessential soldering iron to have and here's the best part i've been having nothing but problems with my main unit that's covered for five years from track power literally okay so literally for the last two and a half years i've been dealing with it and too lazy i sent the email i sent the email but i never sent it so it's actually out of warranty now so i just told my wife i said well i guess i'm just buying a new one so i think i'm just gonna get the one up to replace it and it just because it's so compact i can keep it in my pit bag easily so I can take it with me, and I don't have to go bomb a soldering iron when I need one. 
Yeah. Dude, can you believe we have covered like an hour and a half? Are you serious? And we've just barely scraped the surface. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break and give everybody's ears a break. Tim is going to be coming up. I'm going to thank Kyle for coming on. So Kyle, oh, you know, hey, you talked, we got to talk about, hang on. Oh yeah. We're not going to forget. I'm getting there. Giveaway. We've got a yes. Giveaway. Yes. I hope everybody hung on because this is important. Oh, we're going to be doing. Probably a, going, okay, let's talk about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be doing a giveaway for Team Tactical RC. So, how are we doing this? Yeah. Well, so the. the oh, man. I'm going to say quick story and get a bunch of rations. So, the quick story Team Tactical RC, um, he's on Facebook. Uh, he had some cool 3D printed stuff, some little tool holders. And he said, I'm always open for ideas. And I'm like, oh, I got some ideas. So Jay Concepts had just released a little parts tray, the rubber parts tray. And I'm like, oh, I want a tool holder that spans that. And I go, ooh, I can put the camber gauge and the right height gauge in there. And we went back and forth, and then it was, like, dead silent for a couple months. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, you ever want to go back to that? So he goes, oh, I totally forgot. And so Team Tactical RC sent me a couple things, and uh, we worked back and forth, and it worked out perfectly. Um, and what I'll do is I'll post some pics or I, I've got pictures too. So if you guys I, I haven't in. seen this, hang on. <laughs> Pretty cool. Man. If you haven't seen this parts tray, you need to go and check out AE fanboys on Facebook. Oh yeah. You go check out my He's, page. It's definitely on there. And listen, I, I'm always willing to pr- promote myself. I seen, <laughs> I seen this thing in the photo and I said to myself, I have to have one. It's cool, man. I, I don't need all the tools that I have in there, but I have it, and it's just it's really handy. I got to do a little. We got a little V three coming out, but see, no. So see? the guy, you know, the guy, uh, he's really good to work with. I I, I believe he's a veteran. Uh, you know, he's he's uh, 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 you know, he's got a a good thing going, and he's really open to ideas. So what he did for me this weekend is I had my my tray and I. I posted it and everyone came by and kind of checked it out where I was sitting. And then he has ones that I know Huddy has one now where you can stick the handles in and the points are sticking up. And he has one for all the MIP wrenches and he does anything custom. I mean, you can give him little tweaks and it does that. So what he wanted to do, um, I gave one of the things away for a door prize, but I asked him if it's like, Hey, I might be going on this podcast and not trying to get, get anything out of them. But he uh, basically, if you go over to uh, Team Tactical RC on their Facebook page, I believe he has a post on there, and it's going to be one of those deals where you like his page, do a comment, and share it. And then, I don't know, it's up to you, Matt, but like in a week or whatever, if you want to do your – oh, I won something from you. I won the Rotoron service. Yes, you did. magical prize wheel. Uh, yeah. Team. I don't know if you want to do something like that. But he's basically giving out a, a $40 gift certificate which he said the $40 would pretty much cover anything in his shop. Yeah. But he's got parts trays, shock. He's, you'll see. Just go to his, his Facebook page. He's got a lot uh, of sweet stuff. I'm gonna. I'm, cool I'm not supposed cool to be colors. doing any more RC spending this summer, but I'm yeah, probably going to order some says. stuff. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's not that expensive. And no. it's like, this is awesome. Because yep. now I want to buy a kit just so I can use it to build on the kit. But I use it all weekend, and I like I have a bad habit of, uh, just putting stuff in a pile, or I have the the, the Plano cases everyone has. That just takes up a lot of room. Yeah, if you can have your tools want, out in something like, like that, that is money, dude. I just want something like here's every tool I, I could pretty much use 
all the time. And then if I have to dig into my big toolbox or something odd, I have that with me. But just to kind of keep a little more, I, I just it's fun. And I gave him some other ideas on stuff, so I don't know. But yeah, so if you do the, I think it's what like share. Pretty much, it's Comment it'll be deal. like a like, uh, share, comment, and yeah. you're going to be looking for a post on the Team Tactical RC yeah. Facebook page. Uh, I shared it on the MBM Podcast Everything RC page. Yeah, that's good. Um, so once he puts that post up, I will actively start sharing that post. And yeah, we'll do it for about a week. Um, and okay. then after about a week, I'll get a hold of him, have him kind of give me all the information like name-wise. Yeah. And then I'll throw that into the random number generator after putting it in an Excel spreadsheet, and we'll find a winner. And uh, cool. you'll have a, 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 it was $40 gift certificate, right? Or credit yeah, on the website. Bucks, and he said yeah. that would pretty much cover everything. And uh, he's really good guys out of Nebraska. And uh, just, you know, it's just kind of like this whole family vibe, sharing some love and uh, just cool stuff, man. And that's what, to me, that's a lot of this hobby too. It's just something kind of cool, sets you, sets, you know, gets you organized, sets you apart a little bit. Um it's just it's this whole thing is fun. I mean, yeah. the podcasting. Uh, I, this is great. I can, you know, no offense, but I mean, if there was five different RC podcasts, I'd probably listen to them all. Uh, just because I like the the banter. Uh, you know, you could be saying the same thing that other guy said, but you could have your different spin on it. Um, I love the new new product stuff. Uh, it's just, it's it's uh, it's really fun, and yeah. it lets me vent, so my family doesn't have to hear it. You know, I could talk to you every week and just go, hey, <laughs> guess what? Look <laughs> uh, at me again, whoring myself for more fame and oh, fortune. Don't, don't be like I'm that. I'm hoping You're someone good. pays the off. Uh, that would be kind of sweet, wouldn't it? No, they need to be forever in debt. We're indebted to them. No, uh, yeah. We're, if you want to wrap it, I'm... Well, I'm yeah, good. so just, let's talk about some of the, the companies that are awesome enough to, to support you in, in the, the oh, way man. you do it. Because to me, this is, this is if a company really wants to benefit from having mm. sponsored people, they need to start doing a little bit more of this as opposed to the racers. They need to start picking I, brand ambassadors that use their products and the things they do, whether it's racing, just messing around with their friends or, or, or whatever yeah. they're doing in RC, they're somehow using yeah. a product. I feel that uh, myself, I know I'm more of a brand ambassador for the companies that support me, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm not up there putting up huge results for them every, every exactly. month. I, I'm but doing this show. Guy, right. You know? I, I'm doing this show trying to encourage people to stay in the hobby, find something fun they like to do in the hobby, and, and put the effort forward to make somebody else enjoy the hobby just as much as they do. Because at the end of the day, that's how this hobby gets bigger. Yeah, and, so. you know, that's how I kind of approach it. So the, the companies, it's like I want to be approachable. I want to be a good guy. Everybody knows I'm a family man. You know, uh, I, I try to, like, if someone needs a tool, I loan them, a, you know, an MIP tool. Yep. A little product shop. So uh, if somebody needs some stick kick sauce, I got it. Uh, if you want to know about the hottest foam tire, you know, foam insert setup for your J-Concepts tires, I'm not the guy. But... <laughs> I'll show you this cool parts tray, yeah. right? Um, I, I want to be helpful. You know, help some carry their stuff in. Uh, just a high five. You know what I mean? That with the Instagram and the and the Facebook, you can just. I think you could be an ambassador uh, to to the to your supporters. You know. Yep. As, so basically, my my official sponsors are uh, J Concepts, uh, Jason Rona, and I just I I, I just 
I want to say love that guy, but I do. Uh, I love all my guys. Uh, Pro LVRC, the whole Drew, Drew Ellis, uh, the love he showed me. So I always consider him a sponsor. Um, Sticky Kicks, uh, you know, all their traction compounds, their accessories, their dialed wheel nuts, all their little stuff. Uh, MIP, who, who doesn't know MIP? Right. right? Uh, I, I, by far, I think the best tools out there. Um, for the scalar stuff, you know, their 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 drive lines and all that are, uh, yeah, I think they're a must have. Um, and there, Matt Olson's come out with some some stuff with his mod. Uh, this is a mod speed shop. Yep, yep. He's come out. He does a lot of fifth scale stuff, but he's doing some tenth scale. Like he's got the new steel post for the B sixty four, stuff like that. <sighs> Shell racing can't say enough about Coach man. He uh, he is went above and beyond um, anything I could think of. He stopped by at OCRC for a 15-minute in-between a family event type of thing just because he knew I was there, dropped me off a couple things, handed me his, his B6 buggy, said, let's go drive. He talked in my ear the whole time. A lot of it was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You know, what's going on with your finger? You know, we laugh. He's not a hugger either, but I think I gave him a hug. Uh, <laughs> so so what yeah. I what I what I figured out from talking to you is that you're a hugger. Well, I'm not like you know I'm not in you know it's just it's and it's all because the time zone. You, you down know what, dude, dude, I, I I'm like that too. You know what I mean? I'm a, hug. I'm a, I'm a very here. yeah Sometimes exactly. Gonna run people down. I'm I'm, I'm a, hugging you. I want to express uh, to people how much how much I enjoy their company without. Without having to say, you know, I love you, man, or anything like that. So, so me, a, yeah, a, a not, good, a good old fashioned like, like bro hug. There's nothing wrong with that. Bro hug. Got a couple bro hugs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, MIP, uh, Shell, Sticky Kicks, Boom RC is uh, the decal guy, and there's just stories about that back years ago, and and then you know, I I'm not officially sponsored, but um, I'm always show my support to Hobby Wing. Uh, as much as I can. Uh, Charlie is That's just, Charlie. Um, Charlie's phenomenal. Yeah. Charlie's awesome. He doesn't really do a lot of the racing stuff. He's more into, the, obviously, the FPV stuff. And he's the he's the scale guy, the crawler guy. And I just, you know, uh, he's fun. And he's fun, Charlie. And everybody knows Charlie. And i got to go to Axel Fest one year because of Charlie. But i got to make it down there. So I'm looking at my pit board. And, uh, you know, obviously, obviously, no, obviously team associated. I, I'm not sponsoring or affiliated in any way with them, but I just, the, 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 the support that, you know, the, the thing is though, is you, you don't have to be sponsored by associated no, to, to feel like, to, to be, feel like you're part uh, of them. Like, you know, I know, I know get like Cavalier, a couple of the higher end guys are a lot harder to, to get on messenger like through Facebook, but a lot of the yeah. guys like Cole Tollard and, 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 you know, to me, Cole Tollard, he's a pro, like the kid is lightning fast, travels mm-hmm. all over to race for associated, you know, like, but anytime I ask him and his dad are right there, boom, here's info, here's info. You know, they share a ton of stuff. Yeah. John Schultz and Jonathan Schultz, you know, those are AE guys, you know, mm-hmm. John's constantly sharing, you know, when I was running my, my B5M and my 443, you know, John was giving me as much information as I could to put into my 443 to make my car as good as it could be. So, you know, it's, it's, I, 
that's the one thing that I do miss from going from the Associated to Yokomo. I really don't have that that large uh, support. Uh, of group. Well, it's not even that. It's, I don't know a lot of the 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 middle to high end tier Yokomo guys that are the yeah. more approachable ones. But don't get me wrong. You know, Joel Pillars has always answered my questions anytime I sent him to. Him. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he so, was there this weekend. That's the first time I'd seen him race. So Yokomo just is like, wow. I we're looking at the podium. I'm like, holy crap. There's like six Yokomo guys up there. And two 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 years ago. There wasn't right, and but Yokomo came in pretty hot, you know, and uh, they got a great, great program, and it's it's good to see uh, those guys taking off, you know. Then you got someone like Mayfield, and and just goes out there and gets his finally gets that world championship, man. That everyone says always said that he's the the fastest guy in the world without a world championship, and it just it was great yep. to see that he kind of fell apart part of it at some point if you're ever a fan of his it's like you felt it and um I, hey man i was stoked for him like i have not been a fan great. of some of the antics that have happened and i get it you know what i'm a passionate well, he's passionate well and passionate. that's it and the i totally thing. get it i don't even get yeah i don't even get paid to do this hobby let alone have contingency money on the line and i've let myself lose my mind at, a, at an rc track so the fact that this guy has been doing it as many years as he has He's as much of a competitor as he is, and we all know he knows he had what it took to be a world champ because this happened prior to the world championship that he ended up winning. Yeah. So we all know he's he is obviously now definitely a world champion. I, I get it, right? So I haven't been a fan of that because, unfortunately, it just that's my opinion on it. We need to try and be better than than the last time. So hopefully he's taken that experience and learned from it and started to move forward, but it's just to stay even when it happened for him, I'm like, it finally happened. He's finally got his world champion. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's been so close so many times. That's the thing. I'll have like a servo fail or yep. uh, you're just like, Oh man, it's terrible. It's right? But you know, then he doubled up at the, the dirt natural challenge. I think that year before yeah. when he was first with Mugen. And I'm like, that's a huge, yep. I mean, to me, that's a world. And that's another yeah, thing. right. Get down there somehow. I was trying to whore myself for the team associated security at Australia for Worlds this year, but I don't think I don't think Brent uh, he don't he don't need me down there. But yeah, I just that's those are my those are my my people, you know. And then um, my clubs are Seattle RC Racers. Uh, they have a website that's a local club, and of course Tacoma RC Raceway. Um, they're Scott Brown just keeping the doors open and, and letting everybody come down there is is, is awesome. And then my boys down at Time Zone. That's that whole program. If anyone can ever make that race, or it's just such a family vibe. They call it the Woodstock of RC down there. So every camps out. It's good. Sweet. You know, Canadians, all those guys. It's it feels like you get support from everybody. You know, even my wife. She doesn't. Uh, she appreciates that I appreciate the hobby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I hear she you. she's a supporter, and. Uh, yeah, it's just awesome. This whole thing is great, man. I could talk for another seven hours, but no, don't worry, buddy. Not, we'll we'll definitely have you on again because I love talking RC and just I, being able to kind of just I love talking you know, RC yeah. and I, I love uh, you know obviously big events that are local and I don't have to travel is great, you know, and <laughs> being able to go to a track outside where you hear about it on the like OCRC, you know, or something like that. Yeah, 
Man, it's a bucket list. You're supposed to be going there. Yeah, OCRC and SDRC, those are on the bucket list. I know. I picked. I had to pick one, and I picked OCRC. And Travis Brock was like, "If you got to go to one, go to OCRC." You know, and I'm like, "I got. I want to go to SDRC. I want to go to San Diego." But it was like another two hours, and yeah, I was trying to do it all one day, and it's like, "Ah, it's insanity." I'm I'm hoping when I do get over to the to the left coast that I get an opportunity to club race at both places. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's obviously a goal if you're traveling. Because my my in-laws live right by Hot Rod Hobby, so that was my big goal. I raced down there a couple times, and Jimmy Babcock is just. You know, I'm pretty nice sure guy. Jonathan Schultz is actually doing the race directing at Hot Rod now. I, I yeah, I saw some. I think that's somebody's calling some races down yeah. there, and that's yeah. another. You know, then West Coast RC when they're around, that I had to go there, and that place I was there on a Wednesday night, and there was like I don't know 22 heats, and it was Cavalier. <laughs> It was Mayfield, yeah. it was Mike Chuli, and watching these guys like this is a Wednesday night club race, <laughs> like not even by a big race. This is insane. But and those I'm are the like, pros out doing what wins. they need to be doing to perform. Yep, and you know, most of them are approachable too. And that's yep. once you get the nerve up, to, like me, I'm a big sissy yeah, boy. Tree's awesome. Yeah, Chuli's like, yeah, actually. I, last story, I swear, I promise. So the what the when the twenty the low C twenty two was getting ready to come out. Yeah. I just randomly set up my pits, and then Mike Truy sits next to me, and he's got the the twenty two, like the car, like I think I think he might have been the only one. And I, I tried to take a picture of it. And he's like, "Oh, let me put it back together real quick." And you know, he was a really nice guy, and let me take a couple pictures of it, and I posted them to the boys back home on RC Tech, and they're all like, "Oh, you know, a new a new platform when it comes out." It's, but some guys don't want you taking pictures or nothing too. I <laughs> I, I, well, you know, every pit to me, it's like if there's no towel over it, I should. I think it's fair game. But I was over by Ty's pits, and I like to take pictures of people's pits and stuff. And I asked Gord, I go, "Hey, can I take a picture of Ty's car?" And he goes, "Well, not this one." And he grabs his two wheeler and pulls it aside. And I'm just like, "Oh," and I don't know what I'm looking at on the X-ray. I don't think I've ever looked at an X-ray buggy. And I go, I couldn't tell you if that's. Prototype, new, top secret. Yeah, whereas an X-ray, yeah. a guy running X-ray would probably be able to point out everything that was different on that car in about ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. as as they're wearing a suit, I don't understand where the X-ray ads went with all their suits, but <laughs> they were all dressed up all the time. That was, they were fancy. Now they're a little more laid back. Then you get a picture of Drew Ellis in some gym shorts, <laughs> and uh, God, I, that guy is awesome. Oh, that is Drew's such a good guy, dude. No, this is fun, man. Yeah, for sure, and I'm glad you came on. You know, and, yeah, and, and it's very apparent to me that you still have a ton of RC left in you. So I'm going well, to, I'm going to, I'm going to park you, you know, on the shelf park it, man. right Box beside Dan and, and like in the next like month, I'm going to go, okay, you ready again? <laughs> yeah. Even if you want to do spurts, like this was like, you know, this is like the first date getting to know each other. <laughs> right, then we'll just go, uh, we'll start texting and go, um, I love this. Oh, uh, I actually tried to get on Rip Podcast, but they, they don't want nothing to do with me. That's okay. They just want my questions. Well, yeah, of course. No, hey. this was fun, man. I really appreciate it. And that whole tactical, uh, or excuse me, Team Tactical RC, please go do that. Like, yes, check it out on Facebook. Kyle, Kyle Sawyer. Um, he has the email. So if you go to the Facebook page, it has all the links. He yeah, has a everything's there. What I'm going to do is when I put the, the description up for the show, the web address for the Facebook Team Tactical RC page will be in there for you guys to click. And I'll make sure I tag it as well when I share it on Facebook for you guys to be able to find it quick and easy. 
course, we want to make this a good giveaway. I want to see somebody win some cool stuff from them. Yeah. <laughs> and don't cool worry, man. Kyle's not allowed to enter this time, so you don't have to worry about him winning it. Yeah, I probably won't win. <laughs> I'll probably get a bill, actually. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to come back, and our good buddy Tim's going to be here. I don't know how long we'll talk with Tim. be quite honest with you, I'm probably going to want to get minutes. off sooner than later <laughs> to go to bed. Um, but yeah, I beat Tim Smith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned, and here's a little uh, commercial from. Uh, I'm going to put the Gaumann and Racing Skins one in here. Shout there out to Rick go. Sefford. He's going to be on on the next episode. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this break. Hey guys, it's Matt here. Just want to stop in and take a minute to tell you about Gaumann and Racing Skins. Rick over there is making foam tires custom made on any kind of rim that you can possibly send them from anything from a 10 scale buggy upwards of clod buster uh, tires I've seen him do. He's doing speed run wheels. If you guys are ever interested in getting any kind of rim covered in foam, get a hold of Rick over at Gone Banana Racing Skids. He's doing custom foam tires that others just won't do. How far, it goes right into that. That's the beginning of it. How, how far into it is it? It's about three minutes. Oh, into it? Oh, I don't know. It's about three minutes Well, the long. song itself is four and a half. Oh, then it's a, maybe it's a lead out of a song before. I don't know. Well, hang on. Watch this. Feel the very beginning of it. This might be it. This is Train, by the way. It's not even Led Zeppelin. This is Train yeah, does no, Led Zeppelin. I, I heard him do this on Howard. This yeah. Whole, this yeah. Art. He does it really well.
I saved us, Tim. That was smart. You saved us? Yeah, see what I did was I was really smart as I hit record before I even started playing that song. So that way I could lead us back right into the show so we didn't right. spend a half hour talking about I, really good show material. I kind of figured you that's what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, wow, everybody. Shut up. It's happened again. Now, Tim's been on the show a few times, never as a featured guest, which I'm surprised he even keeps me around because I haven't actually featured him yet on the show. But part of it is because I know his schedule. And, and I like recording with you on your show, so I hate taking away the time that we could be doing the TSR to do mine, but this I had already scheduled a few weeks back, and you messaged me today, I'm like, well, piss on it. I'll ask him to come on my show, and we can talk. Well, it's not like it's not like when we're, when we're doing, you know, the other show that we don't, you don't ask me whatever you want to ask me. It's not well, like yeah, I don't true. see you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, months went by, and you're here, so hey, I got to talk to you about stuff. Not really, so. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's cool. I li- I like your studio. It's nice. Yeah. I might I might steal this show and put it up on mine too. Oh, <laughs> sure. Be everywhere. Why not? Double. Us having to there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to record this week. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dodged Got another week. It. Cha-ching. Woo-hoo. Yes, sir. All right. <clears throat> so. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. First of all. Thank you. And, dude, mm-hmm. there is so much stuff going on for me at home right now. Like For you? Like five minutes. I've done 80 laps already, Tim. 80. 80, la- 80 laps yeah. on our track already. There's no jumps 80. on it yet, but I've done 80 laps. What track are you talking about? The one, okay, so you remember how there was a whole... That was your first part of your show, so well, I don't no, know Well, what... no, I haven't even talked about that. Well, kind of, you know, you're kind of, you know a bit of the story with locally... With my involvement. Oh, yeah, with that on-road track they're building? Right. Is that what you're talking about? Okay. So I've been welcomed back, in, back into the club unanimously, so thank you to all those people that believe enough in me to let me come back. Oh, they don't hate you now. Apparently. All hey, right. man, it's all cool. We're, we're cool. You know what? I just want to enjoy my hobby, enjoy the you know friends that I have. You know what it probably is? I think what it is, dude. <laughs> I'm just taking right over now. Okay, <laughs> I know let, me, let me hear. <laughs> is, is, is next to me... It's kind of like it's like how how pretty girls have like a fat girl with them all the time. Do you know what I mean? There's always that dynamic going on, right? Yeah. So next to me, you look like a saint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, that's okay. Yeah, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if like they, I'm they're the like, voice well, of reason. Yeah, let's let's check in on Matt and see how he's doing. You know, maybe we'll think about you know involving him in something. And they're like, well, how can we find out? Oh, he does that show with that idiot. So they come over and they listen to it and they're like, wow, that guy. And they hear you, and they're like, "Wow, see, he's he's he not so bad after him. all." Yeah, he's trying to keep the peace. See, what I'm saying. Listen, I I learned I learned <laughs> from my piss poor attitude I had before. That's the reality of. It. Don't get me wrong; I still have an opinion. I'm still going to yeah. call BS when I see BS. But for the most part, I just I want to see everybody have the fun that I've had over the last year and a half again. Right. Well, so, so it's it's been nice ser- to be welcomed back whichever way, shape, or form it is. But I've been over there helping as much as I can because that's the kind of person I am. I just want to see it happen. So Sunday yeah. was well, the first day where it was, I can run on this. Usable? Yeah. Yeah. So I went over there with two full batteries, and I put my headphones in my ears and just went driving. I'm a two-wheel drive buggy. Oh, okay. Now, wait, is that going to be an off-road truck? I thought yeah. It was, so they're going to do both. They're going to do on-road and off-road. Oh, okay. Cool. So primarily, it'll be time for me to really dial in my off-road driving. Um, 
but I'm excited to do the on-road stuff. I think that's going to be a hoot. So how are they? Are they just going to put some, uh, like, wooden jumps or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. They're going to be, like, metal-framed jumps with huh. uh, good plywood on them, so that way if somebody has to mm-hmm. walk on them, they can. Uh, but okay. they're light enough that they're going to be movable to move them off the track to do the on-road program. This track's at a school? It's in an old no, tennis right. court just down the street from my, in, in a public park. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh. so it's, it's, I mean, obviously they painted it, so it's permanent. Deal. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the, like, is it, uh, they have a contract for a year or for maybe? Yeah, year for right, right now it's for, for a year, um, but yeah. we, none of us in the club can expect them to take it away um, right. Well, I mean, gosh, they let you paint. I mean, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Well, it, and funny. hey, even if they say they they don't want us there again, it's nothing to get it, you know removed off of the. the, the yeah, the, but still, but, they obviously think that they would ever need it again if they're like, yeah, go ahead, paint on it, race on it, have a good time. Well, and they took the posts out. I thought they were going to leave the posts probably for the oh, first they year. Took them out for you? Yeah. Wow. Right. So. Wow. Yeah. So, so if you guys haven't seen the pictures, because I have, it's it's just it looks like an old tennis court with a lot of. Like cracks that have been black filled, like yeah. you can see the little like, crevices in them. But um, they painted out a whole road course with like little green, you know, uh, infield areas and white. I think you know, yeah, white with the red white. stripe corners and yeah, 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 yeah. So it looks it looks awesome. I saw the photos and I saw the stuff up, you know, that you had shared and yeah, it looked cool. I was like, oh my gosh, that just popped out of nowhere. It seemed like yeah, it did. Like well, it came together so quick over the last couple of days. Not crazy how it happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty excited. So, I was very apprehensive, right? Because, you know, with seeing how good it was here and how quickly it went away, you're I'm was really standoffish at first. But to really see it coming along now, I feel real comfortable putting time and effort behind it because I feel that the 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 work is worth the payoff, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. So I've been helping out, like I said, as much as I can. Um, Marty's been over there busting his butt nonstop. He's super jacked and excited about it. So I'm just yeah. I can't wait to get out there with all my buddies and be doing what we do usually in the winter indoors but outside in the summer when it's beautiful out and uh yeah dude so you so they're gonna do off-road but they're gonna do it just on the asphalt right yeah yeah no no just on the asphalt so use on that like foam i guess right i've been i ran my foam tires over there now i know rick can get a softer compound i think softer compound will grip a little better yeah. Um, but of course, then well, you the, get a little rubber down too. It'll you know be better. But man, I was I was burning some some good laps. The biggest thing yeah. was I had to make sure the car was hooked up because my diff is set a little heavy, obviously because I'm for the carpet. So uh-huh. that, that's the first thing running out there. I know I have to go down on my diffs. Mm, they wanted to spin out a lot or something. Yeah, because it just always had so much power, right? And nothing was able to diff out. It was pretty much on posy all the time. Yeah. So it would spin. Could you run a rubber tire on on something like that? Oh yeah, I, like I know the the short course guys have been out there with the rubber tires that are worn down from racing on carpet. Oh okay. So like a, I think a like a good clay tire or a slick. Like a, gosh, does it out really fast? You think? I don't know. I mean that kind of asphalt usually. I mean at least in, with foam stuff, it doesn't seem to wear them very badly. So I and you know I should have measured were, before I went yeah. and ran. Because you painted down that track, so it's not like it's going to change shape. Mm-hmm. To much so you know you're gonna get some rubber worn into that thing oh yeah for sure and that's gonna be the beauty part even it'll take a while but most of the race lines will end up with a good yeah and then after winter when you come back it'll probably be all fresh and new again (laughs) yep guarantee it (laughs) 
Yeah, and if we have any of our uh, like three weeks of rain spells, that'll do it too. <laughs> yeah, that'll wash it out real good. Yeah. Are you guys? Do you guys spray down like sugar water or anything? You know, I've thought about it. I haven't brought it up. I want to see what everybody says. I would suggest if we're gonna have like a race weekend where we're gonna invite people and it's gonna be you oh. know paid registration racing, I at would least the corners. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's at least because I know oh, the wow. benefits of it. I'm going to be doing a ton of experimenting with that this summer, too. Like, dude, I'm so jack. Like, usually summer is like layoff season for me for RC. Yeah, I, so, I scale back. So but yeah, I know. I know so it is. It's really odd. But like this year, it seems to be ramping up. Like I, I have goals I want to achieve. And I know they're lofty for a lot. A lot of people that are listening to me because they're like, who does he think he is? But I'm going to I'm honestly going to say it. I'm pretty friggin good at what I do. I'm not mm-hmm. amazing. I'm not like a pro level, but I'm pretty good. You know what I mean? Like I have confidence in myself, and and I just yeah, I'm I want to hit 100 mile an hour this year, buddy. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you do that. I hope. I wanna. I, you already asked me a question, and I. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be easy, but right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Sure. Oh yeah, you will. I'm gonna tear nope. something up doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. You- we're gonna do it. I, pr- I, pr- I promise you that. So, because I want that sweater you're wearing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got one on tonight, huh? Yep, that one. Mile an hour club. I got the seventy mile an hour club, and I've been asked. I've worn that shirt out a few times, mm-hmm. and people have asked me, "What is that?" And then I get to tell mm-hmm. them, "Well, it's mm-hmm. when you take a little an RC car and you put a battery in it, and you make it go over seventy mile an hour, you can get one of these." <laughs> yeah. I, I, they should have a hundred and fifty shirt or Ooh. something, you know, jacket or something like that. I know that. There was talk that uh, that if somehow I did 200, maybe there was a, a 200 a mile an hour club. Yeah, a jacket for that. I don't know. I never got there, so <laughs> we're gonna get there. If maybe. I have to fly out there to make it happen, it's gonna happen. It's not. Hey, it's not me. I know. It's not me now. It's you know. It's been the airport. It hasn't been me. I want to do it. I got two cars that are ready to go, so I'm I'm ready anytime. But. Yeah, the airport doesn't seem to be ready. No, that's terrible. No, I know. So I probably have to find somewhere else. But man, it's hard, 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 hard. The questions. I had questions from Todd. Oh, really? You want to answer some Todd questions? Sure. Okay. Here, you can answer this one. Okay. <laughs> it's from our bu- good buddy Todd Soltero. Is it true that the Sugar Shuttle is number one on the SoCal Top Ten list? No. Well, who is then? Uh, Bob Warham. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Todd. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got the bowl. He's got the big silver bowl. Todd Todd wins all the cash days. Yeah, he's a sandbagger. He's money out of their pocket, but um, but no, he's not number one. I think he's number two. Yeah, he is number two. It's Bob, yeah. him. I'm a. I think then you. Maybe yeah maybe. I don't know. I think I'm like number nine. <laughs> I had a terrible night. That was the last time we went That's out. So and I, that was when it was really dark, and man, I, I couldn't see my car. And I oh, banged I so curb. badly wish I could have been there. It looked like you guys had so much fun, though. We did have fun, but I banged into the curb, and then, uh... oh, yeah, oh, I remember that bad, bad. I remember bad stuff about that. That was when I first started finding out about my dad. It was like right around then. Oh, I yeah. Sorry about that. Remember that? We did talk about that. Yeah, Way to go, Todd. You're fired. Yeah, he's not number one. Be quiet. Yeah, what are you okay. talking about? Next one from Todd. What are your thoughts on RC drag talk? I love not, 
Todd can't keep a, a straight RC thought in his head. No. And you know that because you and I are in the same private group. <laughs> so uh, he, he's all over the map with RC, right? Dude, it's ridiculous keeping up with he's, him. Like, it's boats, it's on-road, it's uh, drag it's racing. Everywhere. Everywhere. He's out of control. I love it. I'm going down, he's going up. That's how that's happening. There you go. <laughs> so... All right, Todd wants to know from me, when is your first on-road race and what classes will you be running? Well, I can't even tell you that, Todd, because the club hasn't... Uh, actually, I shouldn't say that. I should do a little more research and see what classes they plan on running. Uh, the last time the discussion I seen was going on is they were trying to make like a spec class out of the Traxxas Vortex or something like that. And then it was kind of decided upon to kind of let everybody have free-for-all, just get whatever you can get that's on-road based, and we'll mm -hmm. kind of figure it out as we go. So Shake right now... Out. Right now, I'm pretty much setting up a, a, a like a touring car, um, 17.5 Spec R Tekken motor in it. I'm going to run my RS Gen 2 in there, MKS uh, DS1250 steering servo, and then, yeah, some stick package that i got to get from Max Amps because right now mm. I don't have any stick packs that are mm -mm. Max Amps. Mm. I only have shorties, and I'm pretty sure I could probably somehow figure out to put a shorty in that touring car, but that just sounds like a big old pain in the butt. I'm sure if you reach out to somebody there, they might be able to help you out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they usually are. Yeah. They're, kind they're, of like they're that. pretty good that way. They are. Nice guys. Thanks, Josh. Oh, like an eyelash in my eye or Oh, something. that's not good. Uh, and then Todd goes on to say, when is the next giveaway build? And I just finished discussing that prior to the commercial. This uh, let me, just let me say this. Just <sighs> let me say this. Because, again, people don't see what I see and what everybody else sees. But... I watched this guy. This guy doesn't make any money off RC, and I and he won this truck. And for whatever reason in his head, he thought it'd be great to give it away because he's that kind of guy. That's and when so, I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, and then and then because he's 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 like me, and he probably says yes way too often when he should say no, thank you. Yeah. He, you know, he started going down this path where all of a sudden someone's like, "Hey, man, how about if I, we gave you a servo for it? Oh, okay. How about if I paint that body for you know?" And everybody wants stuff. You know, because it's an exchange too. I mean, they get a little, a little tiny pop of promotion off it, really. Yeah. But, you know, but but all of a sudden it evolves and it evolves into its own deal. Like it's its own deal. Mm -hmm. You got you got to get all this stuff. You got to get bodies sent. You got to get bodies back. You get stuff sent in. And then he sat here and we were talking with him while he was doing it because we have a little private group. And he's building this whole thing up, just working away, building and building and building. And we're talking. And I'm like. Dude, like, and he's got wenches and lights, <laughs> and I, I even and, and I didn't the put the lights in. Uh -uh. The truck and bums out because it's not totally 100% complete. It's my, I take the responsibility. It's my fault because I told Matt, I'm like, dude, just send him something to work on. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're gonna, you're putting too much into this. Yeah. Like, just give the guy the truck. But I wanted it to be perfect. Listen, I it, it is literally you, black you hockey put, tape like, away yeah. from being done. You put so much into that. I know. Just to give away to a bunch of goofy RC people I like know, us. right? Wow. It's ridiculous. I, I don't think, when you don't win it, you can't appreciate that. And even when you win it, I don't know that you really can appreciate the effort behind it by mm -hmm. one guy. You know, it's not like, it's not like, you know, Axial and everybody all got together and they met in some secret laboratory and put this thing together and shipped it to, to him for free so he could ship to you for free. <laughs> all no. that you know <laughs> like like you know there was just a lot of that and there's a lot of emailing and hey can you know and there's a lot of hey man i really need to get that 
you know, soon because people like to promise stuff, and then yeah. sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta lean on them to get it, which then you feel like an ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for free stuff, and I mean, I'm just, I know, man. Yeah, man. I've been on this road, and it's, it, it is, and I just, I want everyone. I appreciate it, and I didn't win it, and I couldn't have won it, and that sucks. But I know. I know how much effort this guy put out, and you guys should all be thankful that he's such a rad dude. So shout out to Michael Mazur for being so patient too. That's how he it has, started. He has so never ever once messaged me asking me when he was getting it. I want to find that message because I told Matt, dude, if I bleepity bleep on that bleeping truck, oh I'd yeah, be yeah, I'd be lighting your ass all the time. Yeah, are you kidding me? When are you giving that truck to this guy? How is Flipping out over it. It's you're like, like, no, he's really cool. I'm like, dude, Thank you're just God. you're putting so much into this, and yeah, wouldn't it have been nice just to send that kid off just in the box? But here you go, yeah. here's your kit. Yeah, here's the kit. Here's your motor. Here's here's it all. Bye. But you know, you're an RC guy, so it is kind of fun to sit and build it and yeah. touch it, and you know, it's awesome. Cool. So, you're rad, dude. You're rad, and I don't think people saw or know the the level of radness you are. So. Well, thanks, buddy. You didn't have to see that. Yeah. I should have you on more often. I know. See? I'm just trying to butter you up. <laughs> you know, I got to have John Schultz on because I got a thing here from Nat, uh, Nathan mm. McCloskey. Saying, call, call John Schultz right now. Really? He'll answer. You figure? We already talked about this. Okay, hang on. They're, they're probably, well, let, let me let me make sure they're finished with their Axial Live thing. Cause if he, no, just call him anyways on his phone while he's doing it. Maybe he'll pick up. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go to the Axial page and see if they're... <laughs> I got to get his number. I have it in here. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if they're still alive. I was watching that before uh, you came and grabbed me. They're just talking about all the different uh, stuff you need to know um, for Axial Fest. Wait, are they? Okay, they're they're not live anymore. Okay. See, so you're you're good. Oh no, I called the wrong number. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oops. Sugar. Okay, let's hey, try. Hey, do you have the ability? Um, do or do we have the ability to put up a phone number and and say like you know free you know like live call-ins from this time to this time? Yeah. We could do that, huh? Yeah, dude. We should totally do that. We want to do it right now. We could. <laughs> I mean, I, could, I, you know, because I, I've showed you the show notes I have, and we have a, I have tons. Like I can talk about anything. Call has been forwarded to an automated oh. voice messaging system. Uh don't let it say his number though. No, I don't know if that was the other one. Why did it call the other one? I need to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. Um, that would be fun to do. You want to try that? I'll make the post. Yeah, uh, Schultz, uh, there he is. I'll call you right back. Thanks. Bye. At the tone, please this record your message. message. When you have finished recording, I wish you everybody may else could join us. <laughs> one for more options. John, we need you to hey, call John. us back. There's a question in here asking about RC Monster Jam racing, and I'm pretty uh, sure you had a lot to do with that. We are live. Yeah, we are live. So, live. So, so call us back. Okay, bye, buddy. Okay. Okay, so um, uh, I get, I'll just put the number in here. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> Hold on. Um, yeah, I'm going to um, – let me get my post all written out. First my, so my, sc my Skype is going to get blown up. 
I know it's gonna be awesome. Uh, man, drink all my water already. Okay, go ahead and give it to me. Okay. I think I'm ready. It is yeah. nine oh six. Nine oh six. Three seven nine. Nine one five five. Oh. oh, there he is. John Schultz what calling back. What was it? Nine one five five? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, I started laughing. I'm adding them back. Okay, so. Okay. Okay, it's 906 379. Yeah, yeah. 9155. Yeah, yeah. 9155. Nine, one, hey, Matt. Hey, John. Hey, Matt. Yeah. You're gonna, uh, I need to know something. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I need to know something. Are you coming to Axial Fest? I cannot. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, why you got So basically, this is this is the way it kind of works out. Now I am off the week of Axial Fest. That's just a fluke because I happened to in January ask for the week of my birthday off. Um, but the other problem is, is that that's the only week off this summer that I have to do something with my family. And unfortunately, um, despite this being a huge opportunity for me to go and do something that could potentially be once in a lifetime. I can't take away the time from my family to go do something just for myself on the one time this summer I'll have time to do something with them. Listen go. to me. Yes. Bring <laughs> them with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's expensive. <laughs> oh, take a road talk- trip out of it. it, it make a road trip. It's like Wally World. Dude, I would have to take two weeks off to make a road trip out of that. That's like three days of driving uh-huh. one way. That'd be awesome, though, wouldn't it? It would be, absolutely. And I have suggested it. My wife has looked at me like I was taking methamphetamine or something like that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be some family time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got off being, doing our live show. So, Well, that's why we called. Because, see, there was a question uh, on Facebook that was asking about, like, Monster Jam-style RC monster truck racing. And... I, I kind of remember that you had a lot to do with building monster trucks and racing them yes. in that style. Yes. So Actually, I just raced this past weekend at ProLine's event in one monster club. Oh, see? Oh, oh, oh. So let oh. me find, where was that gentleman's name? I have questions everywhere. Todd, it was Nathan McCloskey. So let's, um, he wants to have a whole segment about it. I don't know if I can have a whole segment about it. But John Schultz is the man to talk to about it. Like, how does how does one get into a class like that, John? Uh, you go buy a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest way to do the easiest way to do it is uh, Axial has uh, SMT ten, which is their monster truck. Uh, there's Gravedigger and a Maximum Destruction. I believe the Maximum Destruction has been discontinued, but the Gravedigger. Uh, it has not. So you can go buy a grave digger. Um, and it depends on where you live and what classes they run. Uh, believe it or not, not there is a, a big outpouring of monster truck racing going on across the country. Uh, I know Florida, North Carolina, Virginia, uh, Texas, California is starting to, uh, starting to grow. Um, they're doing monster truck racing. Um, and they do it just like real monster truck racing. They have, you know, up and back, two, two on two, and it's just like drag racing. You go through the, you know, the brackets until you have a winner. Um, 
So it depends on where he lives. Uh, you probably go to your local hobby shop if there's any local people racing. Uh, there's a couple of organizations like No Limit, uh, No Limit RC. They're all over the place. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Four League Nationals, um, SoCal RC Mox Truck. Uh, there's there's all kinds of them. So find out where he lives. I can let you know which, who's racing where. You hear that, Nathan? Get a hold of John Schultz. He can point you in the yeah. right direction. Look at that. That worked out great. Yeah, I'm basically running a P10 Gravedigger Animax D. Uh, I'll just, I'll, I'm going to be a Tim Smith here. I'm just going to tell you my setup. Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Get your pens so and papers, boys. <laughs> yep. I am actually running a Reedy. Uh, uh, the 510 Speedo with both my trucks. I'm running a Reedy 65 uh, censored motor, uh, the regular ones you get running in your buggies. Uh, I'm running uh, the 22. I'm running a 48 pitch gear, so I'm running 2286 uh, is what I'm running for my gearing. Uh, I'm running. Uh, uh, I'm running. Uh, shocks that I've kind of massaged with a, a softer <laughs> spring all the way around with 25 blade oil. Um, I'm running open front and rear with uh, black grease, like a, like a diff grease in them. Uh, but make sure you run them open. You don't run them locked. Uh, sway bar front and rear. Uh, a regular two-cell LiPo battery, a full-size, not a shorty, nothing... Uh, nothing light because you the monster trucks like a little bit of weight huh. and uh proline uh devastator uh wheels and tires or tires and uh with their wheels yes with the white offset that's basically my offset that's my that's my truck hmm. wow that's easy that's nothing Good. special yeah easy peasy love it so you want wow. the truck to you know feel a little soft um because remember, you have uh, its motor on axle. It's not a typical RC car where everything is in the chassis. You know, you, you're, you actually have axles, solid axles. So we want the truck to be a little soft with some droop in it. Uh oh, so. we're getting our first call, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? <laughs> yeah. We, we, we haven't called in people now. Yeah, we put an open line so you can call in, and I post it. Let's see who it is. Welcome Who's to here? the podcast. Who do we got? Welcome. Oh. No. <laughs> Right. What is going on? <laughs> who is it, Alfie? Who? Who, who is, is it? it? Who do we got? Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, guys! I you post know. up for people to call. I call. You don't know who I am? No, because your face is showing. <laughs> I got a number. That's about it. You got Where a number. You? Where's the number from? Uh, four oh seven. Where's that? I don't Orlando. know. Orlando. Who's in Orlando? Oh, man. Lots of people are in Orlando. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> Jim? I built the I love it. I love it. Who's in Orlando? I don't know who's in Orlando. There's lots of people in Orlando. I built things. Well, well, oh. They're getting easier, aren't they? Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> build things. I build things that charge lipos. Oh, we're getting another phone call. This is. <laughs> oh, put. 
<laughs> Wait, well, we gotta, we gotta. Okay, put them through. We gotta figure out who this is. They build things that charge his life. So they build chargers. I, mean, I can figure that much out. Is this the Christmas show all over? No, this is turning into. Hang on, welcome to the show. <laughs> but your turn is not up yet. We're still dealing welcome with the, the other. Show. This is welcome. a bad idea. No, it's a great this idea. This is a great idea. This is terrible. Okay, the so best he, an awesome idea. He Ever builds had. things that charges lipos. So, that is John Schultz. I hear John Schultz. That's the legend. Is that John Schultz? That is John Schultz. Holy is moly. No. Hang on a minute. Is that Ernie? No, that's that? Tim Smith. Is, do I hear no, Tim Smith, John Schultz, and I Matt Hauser? Todd. That's Todd. That's Todd. That's I know Todd. that's Todd, but I'm still Todd. trying to figure out who's from Orlando. Is Ernie it's, from Orlando? Yeah, it, it sounds like Todd to me, but it's Todd. I hear Todd. This is Joe Cashwell with Rotocraft. Joe what? Cashwell, he said. I, well, there you go. I didn't know he made chargers. You, you make chargers? Rotocraft RC. We build the charge cases. Oh! The charge you, cases. You threw me. <laughs> hey, you guys drinking already? No. No. Hey, this isn't even my show. I'm just here. This was your idea, <laughs> Tim. This is I, saw Facebook, I saw Facebook posts. All right, so so uh, go to another I saw question. A Facebook post. Let's see what everybody can answer on this question. Hey, oh. hey, hey Todd. <laughs> yes, sir. Todd, are you going to Axial Fest? Yes. Yeah, no, see? see, Matt? See, what? Matt? What? No, he's not, he's not going. He's not going? No. I thought he said yes. I, no. <laughs> no, I wanted to go, but I can't go. I can't Tim's even go going right up with Tim. I know. No one wants to ride with me. Something's wrong here. It, listen, listen. Here, here's the deal. I, Tim, I promise mm-hmm. I will go with you. Okay. As long as I don't have any testing for that thing I'm doing, or it's already been done by then. I, okay. I don't know what testing that is, but it kind of worries me with you, Todd. So, okay. I'll just say yes. The, the, the kidney donation. Oh, oh right! Oh, get a pass. Yeah, you get a pass. So if if I'm not involved, if there if no part of that is is during that time, I'll mm-hmm. go with you. Okay. We've slept in the same room together, so. Yeah, we we know you guys are great travelers <laughs> together. We have shared. Yeah, we have shared a bungalow. <laughs> huh. I have. I have I have a great idea, guys. Oh boy, what's, what's that? that? If if Todd comes and you get yes. Tyler to come, and Tim comes, I will be there. Jonathan will be there. Let's do some late night street racing on the street at Axial Fest. Ooh, I could bring the new Pro Mod. <clears throat> we have to go off the pro- property because it's actually only. But hey, there's some roads up the street. Yeah, well, that parking lot over by the subway. I've already been eyeing it. <laughs> See, so I'm going to do work this weekend, and I guess I'm going to have to buy a new rock crawler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just buy it there. Hey, or just uh, buy it there. I, I can vouch for the new deadbolts really good for an RTR. Oh, Joe left. I was going to ask would, him a question. Uh, wait. I would be embarrassed to show mm-hmm. up with mine I have now. Well. So I'll have to. Yeah, it's embarrassing. No, let's not get into embarrassing. Tim it Tim is. has problems with no. embarrassing situations. Okay, we're going to ask one from Jeremy Dre. Uh, okay. 
What's your favorite part about crawling, and what's the most difficult thing about crawling, in your opinion? Who's that for, everybody? Everybody. Yeah, well, I mean, start with John. He's the master, or, or end with him, one of the two. He's My the crawler. favorite part about crawling? Yeah. Jeez, uh, that you can actually go out and play with a toy car, not pop for three hours, without yeah. charging a battery. Uh, yeah. In awesome places, like... Colonel Del Mar or Cisco Grove or Utah mm-hmm. or I mean there's the, the scenery you see when you crawl and and also just watching the rig work and tires get traction I mean it's just it's just awesome uh, plus you hang out with friends you know we you know I race at my local track Heavy Hobbies and we had a bunch of guys that you know basically nobody talked to anybody because we're all competing we all went crawling one day. And we had such a great time. Everybody got to know everybody because there was a competition, really. It was just us having an awesome time with crawlers. So, um, you know, it was, there's no pressure. It's just, it's just just awesome, you know. Good times. Did I answer it? Yeah, I, that, that covered it, in my opinion. I'm driving. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was... <laughs> Dude, I'm totally convinced I'm quitting all other forms of RC and just rock crawling now after that speech, John. Hey, oh my God. Hey, Tim. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> no, you convinced. Do, me. do you smell that, Tim? Yeah, I smell it's, it over here. It smells like duty. <laughs> yeah. I think Todd's full of it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely Todd. We were just talking about you, Todd, before yeah. you called me. <laughs> we <laughs> totally Todd. were. So we'll let you just re listen to the show and figure it out. <laughs> I will. I will. Has, probably has to do with both. No, just, dude, you're like, I've said it before, like, you're an it's RC like nut time. job. Like, yeah. No. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying hey, to be. boat racing coming? Good, good, good. I'll, I race this Sunday. Thank dude. Ask John, John, ask him how many boats he has. Yeah, ask. How many boats do you have? Like, that. We're not your wife, be honest. <laughs> no, all she of them. Not, I don't... She won't even know the, to still... listen to this show. So you're safe here. You still counting them? Okay, so. One of them is just a little tiny boat. Oh, God, here we go. One of them. Foot long. How but many? Then, How many like, boats, Todd? I, I, I guess, I, okay, so like I have five. <laughs> so, so like I have five? Or you actually have five, or is it like five is like actually seven? <laughs> no, it's, it's five. Like I have five. Like I have, I have three. I have, I have four race boats. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, is- you know, you got to have. You got to have a six S, uh, a six X, a six S cat that does like seventy plus miles. Dude, an hour. that thing is moving. Didn't you just then buy you two have boats like, that are exactly the same? Yeah. No, one was went to somebody else. I bought oh. two so I could get a good deal. Oh, okay. That's but I do right. have two that are exactly the same. <laughs> Why do you have two the that, same? Well, because because he has a drag race for an hour and a half and he lost his mind. <laughs> that's why. And then. And then one runs on 4S. One's a P boat and one's a P limited boat. And then I have, I have the 45 inch mono gas mono, and that's just cool because it has a weed eater motor. They, they have medicine for mono, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's called. Uh, it's called Zanoa. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, we know a, yeah. we know what it is. <laughs> I know what you're getting in trouble. <laughs> And then I just built a custom. I, I just built a custom cat, the yellow one, with the carbon fiber inlay, and yeah, 
That one's pretty. Oh, that sick. sounds cheap. Yeah, it was. It was super cheap, like yeah. a lot. <laughs> it was super yeah. cheap, like a lot. Yeah. Let's put it this way: it was okay. a lot less than a million. Okay, it was a long way well, away from I'll, a million. I'll, t- I'll tell you this: look, it, I'm building a brand new Crow Mod, the DR, the, the the not the DRC, the Rudis Motorsports Driveline, mm-hmm. and the cost of the driveline and the motor, the Cordova motor, mm-hmm. was less than my boat. With electronics, with motors, the the cost of the Pro Mod chassis and the motor was less. How much? Uh, less than let's, let's 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 just erase. Let's just erase oh all God. this all this smoke and mirrors here. How much is the boat hull? The boat With no hull hardware in it. Two hundred no bucks. How much? Two hundred. From Vietnam. Did you hear him though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went past that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and how much is the hardware? Just to steer it and all the little plates and doodads in the back. Like. And turn fins and all that. Anywhere for doing like 50 to 100 bucks. Okay. So, okay, we're about three. And then a motor, I mean, you just, you know, du jour, 200, whatever, 150, whatever you Uh, feel. uh, But is it one motor? 100 bucks for the motor. One motor. It's one, okay. Yeah. And then another 100, 100 and a quarter for a speed control. Yep. And then how many cells does that take? Four? That takes two, two S Revo Electric graphene, so that's 130 bucks. A single two cell or two, two, two cells <laughs> two, in? Two, yeah. Two, two cells in, okay. in parallel. Okay. Then. So I have four S. All right, so there you go, then, all then, the way then, up. And that's then, not paint or then, flotation or? No, then there's the flotation. Then there's yeah. the, the steering servo. Oh, that's Dually true. Okay. Yeah, you got to have the steering servo, <laughs> and then all the little fittings for the the cooling. Oh, that's and right. Then, that's right. And that stuff ain't cheap. I forgot about that. Then the stuff. Then you forgot about the stuffing tube, the liner, and the flex cable with the flex cable hardware. Oh yeah, you got to have a few of those. Sounds yeah, like and then you have to have all paper in your wallet. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Sounds like you're gonna much. be working a lot of weekends. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> paid for it's paid for. I have a pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, but I, I will be doing. I will be doing some side work this weekend. <laughs> so you know, I have more RC, dude. I want more toys, dude. I like get I grew it. up a poor white child. I get it. Apparently, I got a good job. Get it. And now I want every RC I could never have when I was a kid. Why I, do you think I spent eight hundred dollars on a PK Ripper bicycle? I don't even it, ride it. It's just but it just ride. feels like you want all the RCs this week. That's all. <laughs> just, just like right now. Yeah. I want all Can of I them. Can I borrow that bike for Axial Fest? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, the bike is dope. It's 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 not a little one. It's big, 29-inch wheels. I had to get a big one because I was fat when I bought it. <laughs> I wish I had that. You know, 29-inch wheels are and, still in even if you're not fat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. dude, when I bought it, it looked like the regular-sized PK Ripper. <laughs> On you? Yeah, I was like, I, yeah. I, I get it. Because I know what you're saying. I was going to buy the regular one, and the bike disappeared up. The, you know, the seat of the bike disappeared in my ass. I was like, dude, I almost swallowed the whole bike. I had, a, I had a 20-inch, and I looked like one of those clowns riding them tiny little bikes. Dude, that's how I felt. So then my I knees just that. came then up and had, down. Then they had, like, a 24-inch one, and I was like, ah, it still feels kind of small. Then I saw the 29-inch one hanging, and it was, like, lights and and freaking angels with trumpets, and I had to have it. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
I had to have it so much it sits in my garage. I'm telling you, dude. I still got yeah. little things sticking off the knobby tires because that's how much I ride it. I know. Yeah. How many crawlers you need for that? You need a new crawler, how right? Many, that 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 I'll never sell. But I do need a new crawler, and that's what I'll be working for this weekend. He might lend it to you, John, for for a week for the price of a crawler. I I won't. The only reason I won't lend it anymore is because that was the one thing I bought with my grandma's inheritance she left me. Oh. Oh. That was like my one splurge. I told my wife, my grandma would want me to have this. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you telling the truth? <laughs> I'm totally telling the truth. That smells there again, Tim. <laughs> yeah, again. I huh? just, I, I'll go get my grandma wife. Really wants me to I, have a 29-inch PK Ripper bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, because at the time I was buying this house, right, and all my money was going towards the house. And I, I found the bike, and I told my wife, I was like, "This is the one thing I'm going to buy for myself." I said, "My grandma would want me to have it." This and is she's why like, oh my gosh. This is why. She's like, fine, buy the bike. This is nonstop. This is every day we get this, you guys. We get this every yeah. day, don't we? It starts at about 5 a.m. Yeah. and it goes all the way until we all conk out. <laughs> Whenever that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometime when it gets dark at night. When everyone's done. Yeah, whether it's 7 o'clock or 9 o'clock. It's usually somewhere around there, though. And that's about all anyone's got. Todd and I started at like 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah, actually, it was like 5.40. Well, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, it was It was quarter to six. Yeah, I, I just got up and drink coffee, man. I had to look at Facebook. I got to see all the awesomeness that my friends leave on there for me to look at. I got up late up there. I was tired. <sighs> Too much. Yeah, that was me hey, on Sunday. To be seen. What happened? What, what John? I said, how, soon before, how soon before we have a track to race on? Ooh, I think, like six I think weeks? pretty soon. Yeah, I'm thinking about six weeks. You know, it's it's all it's all hung up in the city and approvals and committees meeting and, but I mean it, it's it's on a path that seems, it certainly looks like it's an assured path, but I think it's a little while because of the, because of the process that it's under. And but it looks like it does. Man. Well, we heard yeah, we heard yeah. a rumor too that there might be a second one going in somewhere and that one yep really and close to be, being a done deal on that that yeah we don't know when that will happen or what the deal is but yeah there's a there's a rumor so i don't know if and it's what, true or not. Works. what what's yeah. crazy about that is both places are going to have brand new asphalt oh i'm so jealous both places Hopefully, brand yeah. new yeah and we'll be able to spray at both places i'll race at both if they're smart Hopefully enough, no don't, don't put, yeah, don't put them on the same weekend. I'll race it both. I'll go weekend if, to weekend. And, I don't care. I need to become friends tracks, with a millionaire. Dude, I'm telling you, if we get two tracks, I'm going to have the most smokiness sale on boats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he's a, he's a jumper, man. He is a jumper. Man, he's out. Oh yeah, he was, I our track wasn't closed. I don't know, twelve minutes or so, and he was already posting. Oh, I got a pro stock for sale. I got a drag yeah. for sale. I'm gonna go like, on road racing. Hang on. I, do, I still run on road. Where do you run on road at? TQ. TQ. Oh, okay. That's not on road. That's carpet. That's yeah. different. Carpet. Same thing. It's a twelve scale track. Yeah. It's, the tenth, yeah, ten scale, twelve scale, it's still fun. 
It's, I mean, it's just pretty small the way they got it back in that corner. Yeah, yeah, great to this weekend. Am I having? Todd, are you going to go to the Reedy this weekend then since you're an odd road guy? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be racing boats Sunday in San Diego. Gosh, boats sound like a stinking hobby. <laughs> you know, they do sink. I'm gonna. I'm not going to lie, dude. It sucks when you have to get out your fishing pole with your little tennis ball and <laughs> flick it out there, and you're like, damn it, oh. I didn't get it far enough, and it takes like 20 minutes to get your boat back. And... No. <laughs> I did but that. Oh, it's smile. terrible. I hated it. No, the, the smile that I get when I squeeze the trigger and that freaking nasty cat goes, and make these crazy noises, and next thing you know, it's just skimming past me on the water like a gladiator ready for challenge. Oh, and man. it's doing 70 what? miles an hour. Oh, he's so awesome. Every amount of, of desire and want I had seems to have left me and gone to him. Yeah. <laughs> Double dose of oh. Holy Todd, buddy. Sharing is caring, my friend. Sharing is caring. Awesome. Majestic, bro. I cannot get Majestic. to California fast enough. Telling you, Matt, it's like an eagle soaring through the mountain. Kaka, kaka. But then all of a we sudden, we are gonna get nothing like done. Just an eagle taking flight. The boat takes flight. Inner fishing. <laughs> hey, did you hit a? Did you hit a? Some animal the other day with your boat, dude? Yeah. You? So I got my first kill. Oh god! My boat's literally my boat's literally a warrior now. It's, it's oh not a confirmed god. kill. What did you kill? In fact, I, in fact, when I get done here, I'm gonna go and have to put a slash on it in red. <laughs> I killed a mud hen at like seventy. Oh! It stuck his head up as my rudder went across its neck. Oh, oh. dude! Oh. Yeah. So I was at the I was at the lake. And I was being a good dad. I took Parker with me to the lake, which I'll never do again. <laughs> That's a lot of work, a two-year-old at the lake. And so I'm running laps with my 6S boat, and it does literally like 72 miles an hour. So I'm coming around the turn. Parker starts slipping in the water. I grab him with one hand. I look back up. And I get off of it real quick. I look back up. I get back on it. And as soon as I get back on it, it goes, whoa. You can hear it hit the mud hen. Oh, so terrible, dude. And then... And it was crazy because there was three of them, and then there was just two. Oh. <laughs> no, there was four. <sighs> oh, dog, <laughs> you went there. Just a small one. Only one could smile. Yeah. <laughs> the worst is like the other half of the lake I, we run at is a bird sanctuary. <laughs> oh no, anyone, dude! No one told the birds that though, did they? <laughs> like, no, no, no. Go over there. I, I was just thinking in my head, like, why did you die in front of my phone? <laughs> now I have to do fiberglass work and stuff. I'm oh. so mad. I didn't, but then, so I, you, then did, I was, like, driving Did you get a license home. to kill? No. It comes, it comes with NAMBA, your NAMBA membership. You get that with NAMBA membership. The license but to yeah. kill? I'm like, yeah, serious, yeah, yeah. like, what happens at, like, what if a park ranger's there and sees that? Do they... Dude, Come and say I, there something. was nothing I can do. Like literally. No, no I know, but is is that accepted? That lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's guys that plowed big old geese. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> Massive. Wow, that must end a boat. I mean, just that's it. Yeah. All done. But then I was like driving home, and I was like, man, I think I'm kind of an asshole. 
Mm -hmm. I think I need to see somebody. Like talking to myself, and then I'm like, I don't even feel that I murked the duck. I mean, it's it's not like it's going to come back alive. So if you took its head off. No, but I was like, like, I was like, I don't even feel bad. I'm more pissed off he messed up my hole. Oh, yeah. Well, if you go to any of the lakes. I issues. I mean, you know this. If you go to any of the lakes, like around California, there's these. They're called mud hens. I don't know if that's really what they're called or their name or what, but there's this black, like, it's an American small... coot. Is that what it is? Yeah. And they're everywhere, and they shit everywhere on everything. They're kind of like seagulls. Yeah, you need like benches or anything because their crap is no. everywhere. So honestly, one dying's not a big deal. I mean, it really is not. This it is certainly not an endangered species. <laughs> Certainly it should not. be called the American softneck bird. <laughs> it's, not <a> big, <laughs> it's not a big deal to you, Tim. <laughs> it was a yeah. big deal to the bird. Yeah, the other two are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Patty? Yeah, man, go on notice. Don't come to this side of the lake. That's all I can tell you. Jeez. Oh, my God. So oh, did, my did, did you bring the bird home for dinner at least? No, I was pissed because then I couldn't even eat it. It sunk. <laughs> Some catfish pieces well, yeah, on my freaking my trophy. Filled up with water and went to the bottom. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah. Should have at least floated for a second. It's a duck, a bird, something. <laughs> I think if you take its head off, it just fills up like a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not on your wall at home. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that. Man, I would have had it. I would have had it stuffed, headless and all. <sighs> <laughs> that's Todd. Is that why we can't have mouth. nice things, Tim. Yes. <laughs> well, that's why that duck can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> Entertaining. Holy. Yeah. See what putting up a phone number does? Honestly, I'm going to have to say this is going to be it because I think yeah. the show is going to end up being like two and a half hours long. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, let's get out try closer awesome. to three hours that's, long. That's awesome. That's two rides home. There you go. So, <laughs> uh, two rides home. Right? I love it. Yep. Hey, perfect. Because yeah. I'm on the 91 freeway as we speak. Oh God, I'm sorry. Nice. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, I'll go say four hail marys and two our fathers for you. <laughs> it won't help. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I want to say thanks for tuning into the show. Of course, this was the NBM podcast, everything RC, and a little bit of wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. This is, this is this is your podcast. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. 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 Nice. I finally on your show. Ta-da! Yeah, he went global. Yeah. My, oh, I'm, I'm, complete. Went global. <laughs> I'm complete. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! Of course, this wow. makes me international. Why I love this show is for this reason right here. No, we weren't talking about RC for the last 25 minutes. Well, we were. We we're talking about RC boats. But yeah. we were having a great conversation with friends, and that's why I started this show. So I hope everybody enjoyed it. And I want to do a little bit more of this stuff where we'll just randomly bring a bunch of people in and just kind of talk about our adventures in RC. John's always going to have stories. Todd's always going to have stories because he's always going to be doing something. God knows what. Next week it might be flying drones. We'll find out. Stay tuned. I Uh, have one. uh, See? See? Didn't have to go that far. Tim's got a flying dragon. You should check into that. But thanks, folks, for joining us. And, uh, yeah, check out everybody. Axial, Tekin. Gominana Racing Skins, MKS Servos, Cow RC, Max Amps Lipos, uh, Grobner Radios. I love my Grobner stuff. Mm. And uh, thanks to everybody for, for tuning in and supporting me over all these years and still listening to the show. So thanks for tuning in. Talk to you later.
So please see it's killing me So desperately I'll sing the other love Shabbat Shalom 